Motorcycles and Misfits, coming to you from the Recycle Garage here in sunny Santa Cruz. Wait a minute, did you take Valium? <laughs> yes, I did. What I happened? Did. What was no, it? I'm just, on 33. No, I'm just trying to be a little more mellow. It's the mellow Emma today. It's the mellow Emma. I know, I want you to try that again. Really? With more oomph. It looked like more tits is what you were doing. Oh, I... More tits? <laughs> oh, we could... More tits. Let's try that. Ready? Action. <laughs> Welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits, coming to you from the Recycle Garage here in sunny Santa Cruz, California, yes. United States of America. Now that's some titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, darling. Thank you. I know you're all on tense. So who do we have in the room tonight? Who? Well, your questions are going to be answered directly. First person in the room sitting in the corner, gnawing on a large orange icicle lolly. Is Sarah? I love licking long orange things. I'll bet you do, darling. I'll bet you do. Um, <laughs> working the board tonight. Um, like a safety cone? <laughs> oh, God. That sounds like a health problem. No, um, that's what you do in the MSF course, right? right? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know Did if your I face should be that close to the cones. Now, look. We're early in the show. Can we please... Little decorum. Um, working the board tonight because, of course, Bagel is... Actually, I think he's already in he's en route he's en route so working the board tonight the always delightful the big boss herself liza my name is liza and i approve this message well of course you do um everyone here knows who i am hello darlings i'm sitting next to me no you gotta say your name well all right it's miss emma darling. yeah miss emma yeah. on the classy girl couch but i'm not alone on the classy girl couch no you're not um a repeat offender. <laughs> Somebody who's done our podcast many, many times before. We're always thrilled to have him in the house. Um, and Alina, more handsome version than oh last boy. time. He's like a tiger. Uh, he is. He's lean like <laughs> a tiger. It's all for you, Jim. Um, Austin from Twisted Road. Hey! Hello. Hey, 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 hey. Um, we're going to have a great chat with Austin a little great. bit later on. Yep. Um, also in the house, Z Traveler. Hey, everyone. Next to Z Traveler. It's Jim! Yes. <laughs> I get so excited when you talk. Barn find of the week was at Moto Talbot. Uh, what, yes. yesterday? And it actually wasn't a barn find, but because it was Moto Talbot, it may have well have been a barn find. Is, does anyone know of this little secret? The Pirelli VIP wall calendar. Oh, the oh. one that was in the bathroom? Oh. The <laughs> Pirelli that. calendars Dude. were always notorious that. for back in the day, in the mid-70s. I mean, that was the hot ticket. <laughs> I know I know. Wow. Rob's a VIP, but he's next-level right. VIP. Let's just say there was a the hot calendar. tip it in uh, there. And uh, if you're hearing heavy breathing, um, last person huffing on an extremely large electronic cigarette. It's Mikey three times. Model diet is cocaine and ice. That is the model <laughs> diet. Yeah. I was going to try the... Uh, is that like immigration ice? Yeah. You know, I was, was going to say, the, don't uh, look inside. Don't look at me when I'm inside of you. But oh, no, don't do that, darling. I thought it's... Uh, we're but, keeping the decorum here. Yeah. Did you hear about the Canadian diet? 
It's the uh, poutine and moosehead diet. It's, Ooh, you're guaranteed to put on 30 pounds. You are. Well, you certainly are well traveled, aren't you? Um, <laughs> so poutine and moosehead. Yeah. Poutine. So I, I think yeah. that's a movie. Poutine. Poutine. Yeah. Yeah. Poutine. That like Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's all fun and games up to now. I want to get this out of the way because this is absolutely devastating news. I'm being quite serious now. And it's about two hours old. Um, Liza. An old friend of ours. Yeah, um, this is somebody who we interviewed last yep. year when we were at the Moto Bay Classic. Somebody who I recognized in the paddock. I was like, oh, oh, like, oh, we have to go interview him. Uh, this is somebody who's achieved so much. Is one of the top racers in the world, top, top riders in the world, really. Right. Um, and uh, and we've also talked to Michelle DeSalvo when she raced at Pikes Peak. Right. So we know that this is a dangerous race. Yes. And unfortunately, um, Carlin Dunn, uh, who was the leader right. of the race, uh, uh, he... He crashed and and has passed away. Yeah, he lost, today. He lost his life. That information. Yeah, that information's about two hours old. Um, I think the details will come in. I mean, we can guess what happened. I mean, he was quarter of a mile from the end of the yeah, race, right. so he he probably went over the edge. It's as simple as that. He's, you ain't gonna survive. He's that. won this race four times, and we yeah. also uh, mentioned him when he was riding the lightning and set that record. Right, exactly. And when we when we interviewed him at the Motor Bay um, class. He wanted to talk about the record he set on Ducati with the Multistrada. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was having none of that. I wanted to talk all about the Lightning because, of course, uh, people who are unfortunate enough to listen to us regularly um, will know we've got a good relationship with Richard Hatfield of Lightning. So we had that history. Um, and he reluctantly talked about it. But very, very humble guy. Just a really nice guy. When we interviewed him, he was literally, he was fully dressed because he was going to go out on the track in like two minutes. So he got his full leathers on. It was a hot day. And he still took the time to talk to us. What a gentleman. Um, Oh, my God. What a loss for the sport. Uh, For the sport and his family, I I believe they have a dealership down south. I believe so. Um, This is tragic news. Do you know where the dealership is? is? Uh, not offhand. I know it's down in the L.A. area, Southern California. Um, so, yeah, I just, just saw that news, and that's that's horrible news. Um, might as well just, <laughs> since we're on the down note, let's stay with that, and then we're gonna, I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up after that. Uh, just another quick announcement. Uh, we also found out today that another one of our friends of the garage, um, uh, by the name of Brian, we're not going to use uh, his last name, not dead. However, he was in a horrible uh, accident. And just a freak accident. It's the wildest thing. A freak thing. accident. A freak accident. Yeah, he was uh, coming up Highway 1, uh, coming up into the Santa Cruz area. And it was a domino's effect where a tree fell down in a neighborhood off off the freeway that then hit a, uh, a, a pole that had wires on it. And then when that went down, all the wires went slack across the freeway. And he basically got clotheslined. Um, <clears throat> it hit him right in the face. So if it had hit him in the neck, done. 
done. Um, but it hit him right in the face and the visor of his full face helmet that he was wearing. And this is somebody who does wear all the gear. Right. And uh, unfortunately, it just snapped him off his bike and threw him down onto the ground. And he is alert and responsive, does not have a brain injury, um, but he does have other injuries that he's going to right. be recovering from for a long time. And I mean, this is the wildest thing. Highway 1, this is not a rinky-dink little road. This is the main artery in and out of Santa Cruz from the north and south. Obviously, if you're coming from San Jose, you take 17. But Highway 1, it's a busy road. It's a well-traveled road. It was the mm-hmm. middle of the day. What was it, like 2.30 in the afternoon? Uh, yeah, 2.20. Yeah, I guess cars were going underneath the power line. Well, That's what yeah, me it was, like, apparently, huh. I was talking to Electric Terry about it, because, you know, you know the electric crew, they're all very clicky and hang together. Huh. And apparently the wires were about six feet off the ground, so the cars were going clean uh, underneath it. Huh. And the pickup trucks, it was kind of just skipping off their windshield. Got it. But it was the perfect height to just T-bone a biker, and it got him. It, the irony is, had he been on a sport bike... And being crouched, he would have gone probably gone clean over his head. Yeah. When so did it happen? This week or yeah. Friday? Two days yeah. ago. Yeah. Wow. Two mm. days ago. So two-day-old information. Hmm. So um, that's what's at the bad news. But there's well, you know what? <laughs> we got a couple more deaths to discuss. We might as well oh, just keep rolling with them. Well, the de- death of my self-respect, darling. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but these are. Some little furry creatures. What? Yeah. So, uh, Jim and I... Oh, God, no! <laughs> went off on a epic ride yesterday. Every time you say Jim and I, it sounds like some band from the 70s. <laughs> Jim and I. What's your side? Yeah, right. Jim and I. Um, so, we went off on an epic ride. You, As you know, we've got so many great roads here locally, but you can even go traveling further out. Yes, you There's can. so many mountain ranges. Yep. Uh, so, we went down uh, through the fields and up through Laurelis grade, which I had almost a perfect run. I did not have to use my brakes the entire time. I caught up to cars at the very end, but when you get no cars on that road, oh, which it's is fabulous. up and over mountain, all curves, bank curves, oh, and you, you're just falling into the groove. <clears throat> that was great. And then we um, stopped at uh, the Moto Talbot Museum to yeah. say hi to the gang. Okay. And uh, told them we were heading south to go ride, and Bobby turned us on to some cool roads. Uh, so we did uh, Carmel Valley Road all the way down <clears throat> yeah, to we, the valley. We think we ride a lot, but then you talk to someone like Bobby, and you realize <laughs> that's a dude that rides a lot. You know, he'll hop on his, uh, his Gucci and go. We were talking about going about a 300-mile loop, and the loop he was talking about was more like five plus hundred miles and he called ours the, the small loop oh, even <laughs> the short loop <clears throat> yeah so um we headed on down through camera valley and then down uh 101 a bit and then we got off uh and headed across the the next mountain range uh up through there and we're following the uh fault line for yeah. san andreas fault it was really cool. We were like, um, like really in some parts, you could tell you were sitting oh, like right down in the fault. It was oh. frick. So did you, you end up in Parkfield by any chance? So they're close. Yeah, yeah, because that's right on the fault. Mm-hmm. So where yeah. we, um, yeah, it's like a famous little fault spot. Oh yeah. So we, if you're familiar with the area, we went uh, south of Pinnacle. So we didn't. We went 101 south to 198 towards Colinga right. East, which puts you. Oh, I love that road. Well, it's, oh it's, my god. I do too. It's big, open, sweeping turns where you can see. You know, so much but of the writing. It's desolate it's oh, just you and the bike there, dude. Yeah. and you know if you lost it on that road you could lie in the 
ditch for days. Mm, coyotes well, would find you. Oh, that, yeah. That's what we discovered. So we're on these great roads, and it's almost like a single-lane road. Right. No line down the middle. Um, tall grass on both sides, just going down in this like this valley between hills. And it's just farm. And yeah. we're just seeing cows and horses and so it's all where, sorts of critters. It's where Highway 25 ends at 128, and you keep going south, like if 25 were to keep going south. Yeah, I know. And it goes down to like this single track, just the most beautiful farm. I've ridden that road many times. And you end up in Paso Robles yeah. if you if, if you just take it. It'll pick up River Road, and it'll take you into downtown <laughs> Paso. If you're Bobby from, from Moto Talbot, yeah, that's where you end up going for like lunch. Right. But, uh, but the, the, the geography was like dramatic because it was all just you know kind of sheer drop-offs and funky strata it was really right. cool being down in there but i don't think we saw we saw one car yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. but <laughs> the problem was uh because you have the tall grass on the sides we had ground squirrels so these aren't like your your gray tree squirrels <laughs> these are those ground oh, they squirrels. just scurry around i've seen a bunch they of just them. scurry yeah, 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 yeah. like little lizards going across right, but right. they wait till you're almost upon them right then they scurry across they were like emma's tarantulas last week they're <laughs> yeah. fucking everywhere you mean a kitten yeah they were everywhere like i, I swear i passed about a hundred of them right. and and one of them was laying in the road like it was dead and waited till i was all right on it and then across i'm like ah so um i was doing my best just keep your line and sure enough one of them ran into me right and uh we were on comms and and jim comes up on my calm what'd you say yeah you got that one you got him you're a killer you're a killer no no that was a suicide that was actually a suicide and so i'm like all right let, I'll let you take the lead then. <laughs> that was about five minutes before yeah. he killed one. I got mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could have been worse. I mean, you're so far out there. Like, there were dead pigs on the side of the road. Oh, yeah, boars. Imagine oh, really? Oh, oh, boar. Fuck, um, dead coyotes. A vulture. Wow. Did you see Trevor Yee um, hit coyotes. A, a, yeah. a pig last week? Trevor Yee hit a pig, fucked him up. Uh, yeah. Deer. I had rabbits. a deer, actually. That, so I'm going down this, like, kind of single track road. That's what they call it in Europe, anyway. Yeah, single right. track road and high grass on the side. And then there's, there's, it's, all ranch land so there's cows but you're like talking about thousands of acres of ranch lands but there's fences thank god along the roads and i'm going along and after we were killing squirrels a deer fucking pops up in like the drainage ditch between the road oh, yeah. and the fence and we're doing about the same speed and i'm just off like his left rear there and i'm like come on dude jump and so because <laughs> i was waiting for him just to bolt in front of me you right. know right. so we ran together like that for about 200 yards and uh because I, I knew as soon as i passed him he'd spaz out and smash into me so yeah you know, anyway, eventually he shot not over the fence, but like right in between the barbed wire. It was bad. I'm like, oh, that looked like it hurt. Anyway, yeah, but you know, in, did you see National that, Geographic out there? Did you see that video that's popping around on the internet right now? The the guy riding a motorcycle and a tiger goes for it. Yes, I saw that. Oh my no. god! Yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, it's legit. Yeah, he's he's. A, I'm gonna Google that. Shit I mean, size tiger. He's obviously riding where they have tigers, so I'm guessing right. India. Um, and it's footage from a GoPro on the bike. And you see oh, yeah. this giant frigging Jesus. tiger. How did he miss him? It, <laughs> it just went right behind him. Like, he just accelerated. And that thing was running down the road behind and him. And there was another video going <laughs> around recently about squirrels. of um, <laughs> <I know. laughs> a guy riding down riding down the street. And there's a snake in the middle of the road. And a snake lunges up and tries to bite him. I know you've seen <laughs> that, that one, Jim. Oh, is that the one that gets in the front tire and fucking wraps <laughs> no, around? I've seen one like that. I've seen it, dude. fucking wraps up in the front spokes. No, this is a good size snake sunbathing in the road. 
And as he rides past, I think he's on a 500 Rebel or something. You see the snake just kind of lunge up and go yeah, for I his ankle. He's like, oh, my God. That's the video that I was thinking of when I rode past a snake up going to Mount Hammy. Yeah. There's a snake in the road. And I'm over here, like, yanking my leg up as far as I can go just in case it jumps. Jeez. So, um, yeah, we did that whole route. And then we came back down to 101. Now we're crossing over 101 and so, heading towards the coast. And our goal was to go to Nascimento Ferguson Road, which okay, is another nice. amazing road yep. that crosses like, from 101, which is in the valley, up over the next uh, mountains, like the down range. to Highway, Highway one. 1, below Big Sur and all that. Right. And it's an amazing long twisty road but we were hungry so i got out hungry we were hungry did you eat so, a squirrel no but i got out you know i got out uh my maps and i said restaurant and a there was nothing around but a subway popped up <laughs> the only problem is when i said uh you know yeah take me there it said cannot cannot find d- destination or something cannot find route <clears throat> that was kind of weird but it was popped up on my thing so i said well let's just head over that way well, cross over the freeway and up that road. And we get up there, and then I could, we figured out why it wasn't able to give us a map there as we were standing on the other side of the barbed wire and chain link fence looking onto the army base. Oh, oh. it's the subway on the army base, yeah. Oh. It's on the army base, but there was nothing else around. Wow. And it was like one thirty-two p.m., and we hadn't eaten lunch yet. So I'm like, huh. should we try it? Let's try it. There was a because there was a an entry gate, so we went up to the gate to the security guys. We're like, um, we're hungry. I hear I hear there's a subway in here, and we're really right. hungry, and there's nothing around. Right. And he went, all right, let me see your IDs, and right. uh, just need to make sure you're not terrorists. They're like, yeah. They had to ch- do a check, like pull over to the side of the road and wait, right. and uh, and he issued us passes. Wow, nice. <laughs> to go onto the military base. Nice. Liza kept volunteering for the cavity check, but they were like, no, we're good. <laughs> Well, so that we it was a game eat. warden. It was a game warden and the the, yeah. the base cop. Well, speaking about Google Maps and not mm-hmm. being able to get you, did you guys read the story last week about what happened in Denver where there was uh, a road closure? Mm-mm. And Google Maps, it was uh, between some road and the airport, so Google Maps rerouted everybody, but it put people through this dirt road into a mud swamp like a hundred uh, hundred cars got stuck in the oh, in the no. mud yeah yeah you know the the thing oh, is wait, can we can we create that yeah we're gonna have to have a big hose and a traffic jam right oh we could create it we could do the, that here yeah. in the this is california traffic jams are everywhere yeah. we just need the mud <clears throat> But yeah, that's the problem with Google Maps. They don't factor anything in. They're just, uh, yeah, it's a road of some description. And right. There's one on don't. Android that actually tells you what kind of road it is. I wish Google did that, whether it's gravel or dirt or paved. I, I believe there is a version specifically for drivers of heavy vehicles, for trucks and buses. That would and make it, sense. And if you can get that program, that obviously makes sense. Right. Because, you know, there's got to be some integrity to the road. To and also height 18. limitations, height limitations. Right, exactly. I so. use actually an app that's called Calimoto, and it does twisty roads, but none mm-hmm. of them are dirt roads. Oh, cool. Well, we want dirt roads. <laughs> yeah, right. We want another dirt road. So, I'm on a street bike. So, but it was a good lunch. Yeah, so yeah. Base. So I still can't believe we got. We had choice between military a subway, base. subway and a hamburger <laughs> or a cheeseburger. So um, we left there and we started heading down towards uh, the burn, towards the smoke. Yeah, we saw a fire in mm. the hill, but it was a controlled burn. Oh, okay. Yeah, on the and base. so yeah. as we were heading into the mountains, all these fire trucks were coming out. Oh. 
We're like, oh. So we got a little ways out, down, and we're like going through the twisties, and it's beautiful. I mean, it's just huge. I mean, mountains and valleys. Right, right, right. And we found the whole burn zone, and so we stopped to take a photo there. <laughs> let's go. Let's ride through the burn zone. Let's so ride through the burn zone. So we did. We got onto the grass and was riding. cones and oh, shit. Yeah, I know. But um, that's when Jim noticed my tire. I'm like, oh, your rear tire's t- tire is shiny. Oh, yes. I it's got sparkles. It. I somehow had worn my tire down to the Nubbin. threads. Wow. We're now out in the middle of nowhere. So I had a decision to make. Eliza goes, this changes things. <laughs> this changes things. I actually, for one second, I did think maybe the way to go is over this mountain because it's going to be on twisty. So I'm only going to be using the sides of my tires. That is not very solid logic. <laughs> Well, it is because the sides were good because uh, I wore this down on my cross-country trip last summer. So it was just the center. Um, but the sides had lots of good treads. So I was like, well, I could use that just to keep turning. But then I have to come back up Highway 1, which is not a safe road to have no. an issue on, especially when you're like between a mountain and a cliff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will give you credit. You did recognize that you're like, oh, shit. Now I'm that person. I'm that person. Hmm. I know. Um and I started thinking, well, if it was just me, and I have done this before, I would just limp it to where I need to go for safety. Right. I, I've done this before going cross country. You just ride slow and hold your breath the whole way. Um, but I also knew that if any one of the people in the garage had that tire, and I have done this to people before, I've pulled people off a ride, said, you are not safe to be riding. You should not be right. riding. So I compromised. And we limped it about 20 miles to civilization, and then, where I could leave it in a high school parking lot. I, I did like how you leaned it over to like side to side every now yeah, and then, just, just like trying to ride on the, the rubber bike, is. trying to use the sides <laughs> of the tires, because it is kind of sketchy. Like you don't oh, know. Yeah. Like I realized the whole time, you become like hyper aware. Like, is my tire going flat? Right. Is my tire going right. flat? Is my and tire going flat? And that you made the right call because when you pull that tire off. You're going to be horrified how thin it is in the center now. So, well, the hardest part in this whole thing, and we still had hours of some good riding, even though we missed Nassimianto Ferguson and Highway 1, which are two amazing roads. Mm. We had done a lot of good riding. No, um, I was very relaxed. It was just a good ride. I realized when I got home, I was destroyed. And that's because I had to ride home on the back of Jim's bike. Oh, God. I was his bitch. (laughs) And his bike is sport Mm bike-ish, which meant I had to fold my legs like an accordion to get him up onto the pegs. Did anybody take any pictures? The rear seat's about as big as your hand opened up. I was like, really? And as you know, I don't fit. I don't squeeze up tight very well. Yeah, um, I know you've got you've got extremely janky knees. Don't I do. You? So I that was quite ass. painful. That's so an I, understatement. So I had to keep like just taking my legs off and dangling them. Oh god! Well, as soon as uh, we pulled away, we ew. did a wheelie for about three hundred feet, just the sheer weight. <laughs> but uh, no, we got home and then I got the trailer and went back uh, and got it. It was windy as fuck coming uh, back to yeah, Maryland. We were getting blown yeah, all over. We had yeah, like what a whole the, bunch of weight on that bike. The wind gets up around but, that neck of the woods. But folding myself up. To fit on those pegs and sitting on that seat, I was destroyed at the end of the night. Wow. I yeah. was tired. That ride back, it was worth the ride back just because the wind was so windy. But you know, the last time I was on Ferguson Nascimento Road, I was um, with um, Henry on the Goosey. And do you remember that guy you, who had the Triumph Tiger? Yeah, Harrison. Harrison. He's very He handsome. was on his Tiger. 
and then I was on the RF 900 and poor Henry was working so <clears throat> hard because it is twisty yeah when I, you I'm, get towards the coast it's twisty it's real narrow too right right and I'm imagining exactly. the pavement's not and you great. know I oh, mean yeah. the tiger's a big beast but at least you're sitting upright and you can leave her around and you know the RF it's a tuna boat but it's pretty manageable but <clears throat> my god poor Henry he was working so hard to keep that thing last time I was on that road I was on the Versus the Versus and I could not keep up with Jocelyn Snow on her GS1200 well she's got the techniques god Damn she her. has the technique. God damn her. Go, go race two strokes for a while and then <sighs> come back and try. She made it look so easy and I was working. But um, So thank you for the ride back. And I, I feel like I did the responsible thing of not trying to ride home. It wasn't worth the risk. And that's the real story. Yeah. I mean, that is the real revelation in the whole of this, is you actually taking the high road and doing yeah. the responsible I, thing, Liza. I'm so proud of you. I thought for sure you were going to ride it back, because we were getting there, and I'm like, oh, she's just going to try to limp it I home, because that's normally what you do, and I know you did not want to get on the back of my you, bike for a lot, a lot of reasons. If you would have conducted a survey, number one amongst the misfits, or number two amongst all our listeners worldwide, would ride, Liza have ridden that bike back? I think 90% would. Yeah, it's stupid enough. Of course you'd ride it back. So, well done you thank you very much you're welcome um hey let's keep up the good news uh the iron butt rally y'all was this past week do y'all follow iron butt rally I, the IBR. For a lot of people don't know, um, because we talk about achieving an iron butt, minimum of a thousand miles in twenty four hours. Have you done one yet, Austin? No. Do you have it on your on your list? N- no. No. You're a smart. No. You're man. probably more yeah. sane than yeah. the rest I, of us. I can go about fifty miles without a stop. <laughs> Two hundred in a day. That's <laughs> yeah. it, and you're done. Three hundred, yeah, done. <clears throat> so. Um, for the rally, they do 11,000 miles in 11 days. So it's 11 oh, Iron yeah, Butts yeah, yeah, in yeah. a row. I, I just heard about this. Uh, okay, keep going. I'm sorry. Well, uh, this year, um, for the first time, it's also it's also a competition. They're, they have a point system. They have like side trips you can do and extra point things uh, as you're doing this. And for the first time, it was won by a woman, Wow, Wendy Crockett. Awesome. That's and uh, she's from actually out of Rapid City, South Dakota. Great. And uh, I met her last year at AMA Vintage Days. Yeah, she was doing um, a thing. She's even been on the cover of uh, AMA magazine. Um, But here's the really cool thing. Uh, She was carrying our Whir Whir Ripple baton. Oh, that's cool. So we had a bunch of Whir Whir Ripplers up there on the rally, and she was one of them. That's That's awesome. That's really cool. Super congratulations to her. So congratulations to Wendy Crockett. That was pretty cool. That's an achievement. Yeah. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Wow. So, um... Hey, I wanted to give uh, a quick shout out to our, our friends at Law Tigers. So, um, Law Tigers, rawr. Law Tigers, <laughs> they're so, great. You guys know Law Tigers. It's uh, attorneys. They're there for you. LawTigers.com. If ever you get in an accident, you really do want to go to a, an attorneys that know motorcycles. These are motorcyclists. They know how to deal with motorcycle things. We've experienced before um, where the system sometimes is biased against motorcyclists. Yep. We've even seen where police officers have written a report that the motorcyclist was at fault. Uh, not really being aware, like just making assumptions. Um, so you really want to go to uh, a firm that knows what they're doing. But here's a really cool thing. Um, 
Law Tigers, they uh, they're they're our sponsor, and they're paying me to talk about them. But here's a cool thing: they're like, yeah, you don't have to talk about us. We'd rather take that time and let you promote some other businesses that are also there for the community. It's the same kind of thing. And this time, they'd like us to mention Race Pace Motorsports in San Jose. Uh, They're Northern California's uh, Michelin Road race tire dealer, as well as a full-service shop for motorcycles, dirt bikes, scooters, ATVs, side-by-sides, and generators. They also provide insurance estimates for crash repairs and brake and light inspections for the DMV. That is good. I've had to do that for the DMV and they give you a list that's Xeroxed and no one on that list still had their their license to do that. That was janky. Um, so go check out Race Pace Motorsports if you're in the Bay Area in San Jose. Have you heard of them, Emma? Yeah, I have. It's very, very legit shop. There you go. So again, they are there for you just like Law Tigers is. So uh, there's the shout out. Thanks, Law Tigers. Um, I want to get to some more good news. I want to get to the I jerk on the horn outside. Yeah, yeah I want to get that car alarm switched off. Sarah, or the homeless person trying to get it. into it. Would you just push that door closed, darling? That's not going to help a lot since the window's open and the other door's open. Uh, Thanks, Mike. Okay. Yeah. And this house is built out of straw. Can I ask why like, there's so much phallic things around here? Like the door or the window opener thingy is a penis. It's uh, it was a custom made dildo made out of the same wood that is the World War Baton was made. Is it art? What is it? Oh, great! That's actually really kind of cool. <laughs> there you go. I was just curious. Yeah. There just seems to be a lot of them around here. It was a gift. That's why I keep it on the mantle next the key, to my AMA award and Bosley's ashes hmm. and Emma's gin. They're yeah. all up there. My gin, darling. Um, but we've got some some more good news. Let's stay with the good news. Somebody got a new bike, and it wasn't me. Bam, bam, bam. Yo, yeah. Mikey, three time. Yeah, it's gonna be four times soon. What? Yeah. What? Now you've you've gone to the dark side, dude. Well, so that's what you say. I'm trying to I'm trying to bring light <laughs> here. That's what I'm trying to do. Um, I get it. So a, what'd you get? '96 uh, uh, Harley Softail, kind of nice. half customized, and then the rest I'm gonna Th- do. This is a Dyna. Right? I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think it's a Dyna. Is it? Yeah. It's the Evo engine, I mm-hmm, know that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a good... Um, it's not a stock bike, but it doesn't have all too many farkles. It's just got a couple little things, but mostly stripped down. Yeah, but, you know, so, yeah, that's the condition that I got it in is um, it's got, like, a peanut tank. Some of the electric's been uh, redone on it for to, like, minimize it a bit. Yeah. Um, and it's got some custom handlebars on it. Um, it, it just, you know, all around it's pretty good. The, the engine's in pretty good shape. And uh, the whole back end of it's just so ridiculous, though. I mean, it's, it's, it's almost like somebody, like, customized the front end and just left the back. Huh. And it's, it's, it just can't handle it. You know what it looks like <clears throat> to me? What? An empty pallet. <laughs> it oh, does, yeah. It really does, oh, doesn't yeah. it? Because this it's- is a perfect bike for you to customize yeah that's why i got it blank canvas there's not too much stuff that you have to undo but you're also um yeah i mean uh, yeah it's a perfect palette yeah you know we're differing though liza because you actually dug the skull pushrod tubes and i thought they were the jankiest thing i have (laughs) ever seen they're brass i have a thing for no then i have a thing for brass on motorcycles yeah I do. Do you like the mic? Uh, yeah, it's not. You know, 
I'm, I'm really indifferent at this point about those. I mean, that's. I don't that's know. The it's nothing but skulls, you know? I, it's just skulls. Because they're like butterflies. What about flames? Ghost Rider. Yeah, flames and skull. It's Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's not really my thing. I think they kind of. It's a bit more piratey because, like she says, they're. they're it's <laughs> like these. Them. It's like almost them. like you could see yeah, them like right? rings on your finger. You know what yeah. I mean? Like really cool. Yeah, I like that I mean, they're brass. brass. I like that they're brass. They stand out. They're pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're small, so it's subtle. Yeah. They're not too big. We'll give it that. Yeah, I just. I mean, if it was my personally my choice, I wouldn't put skulls anywhere on me or anywhere else. You know, just no, it's as, as a uh, design feature. Well, we we all come equipped to. with one, but it is hidden for a reason. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I tell you something about the sale because I was looking at a couple of different. Um, I, I wanted a bit more of a vintage motor. You know, I was going to say because um, uh, should we call him Asian John? Is that bad? No. Asian call it Henry dances with wolves. <laughs> so, uh, so, so little John, he he comes on his his Harley that he's so proud of, and you know he paid like thirty seven hundred for that, and yeah. he's working on it constantly, fixing stuff. And I told him, here's the problem, I th- and I think I'm right. You back me up, Emma. Yeah. Any Harley under five grand, you're buying someone else's problem. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. They they hold their value, so you have a choice when you're buying Harley. You either pay big money right and you get a really really nice bike or there is no bike on the road that lends itself as much to being customized right and as we're all aware people's ability and ideas about customizing are wildly different so it's the perfect storm you have a bike that everyone wants to customize, mm-hmm. then you ally that with somebody who's maybe not the most mechanically inclined. Finding a stock Harley is hard. So now, when we're in the price range you bought it in, it's no longer a Harley. It's a product of the person who's worked on it. And you might be lucky. You might be incredibly unlucky. Yeah. I think you're kind of middle of the road. I can see a lot of janky stuff on your bike, but I can see a lot of good stuff as well. And I think the good stuff, like the engine, transmission... Those are the important Beautiful oil cooler, the frame loop, are largely unmodified. Yeah. So it's going to be a great project for you. Exactly. That's, any that's, any decent-running Harley that maybe just needs cosmetics and stuff should should rarely go under five grand. I mean, I, right. that's what it's worth. Then you paid just 5300 just over five grand. So well, you found a bike that's ready to be done, but everything is functioning on it. Yeah, well, it, it, it turns on and it, and it runs and it's, you know, everything feels good on it. It's tuned pretty good. I mean, Emma and, and, and looked at it and kind of the idle was a bit low on it. but uh, Yeah, we just set that, up the mixture a little well, bit and got the it's idle. Perfect nice. now. It's just a Makuni. I, th- I think where the prices get elevated is that people spend a lot of money yeah. on the exhaust system and the headlight well, and that's the, bars the thing is he's the already done all that and shit all the for things me. but a lot of it, no it's it's a pretty stripped simple bike well, it doesn't have but, all the things that cost him 10 grand so he won't, he thinks it's a right, thousand dollar right, that's right, the revelation right, right. and it's it <clears throat> the thing is People will take so the here's a two thousand dollar bike. It'll be ten thousand dollar bike when I'm done with it. Right, yeah, exactly. of course it will. But people think you take a two thousand dollar bike and you put two thousand dollars worth of accessories on it. Now it's worth four grand. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> no. Right, right, right. The, the the fact of the matter is, it generally, if you bolt accessories on a bike. They're worth nothing, right. money-wise. They're worth a lot of money to you because right. you it becomes it. your bike, and we're all about that. But in terms of resale value, 
it's it's the stock bikes that fetch the money. Yeah. Do you see the same thing in rentals, Austin? Are the really farkled bikes? They don't get a lot of action. Yeah. Right. You know, exactly. Because because it's 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 custom for that person. It's made for the one person. Mm-hmm. You know. No, Mike. I think you got the perfect bike for you. It's at the right price range. It's running well. You're not buying someone else's problem bike, but you're buying something that you can do. At, do everything cosmetically and you're not undoing or redoing too much. And I think it looks pretty good right now. You know what I mean? Well, just while you're living with it until you start doing your thing to it. But I think it looks pretty cool the way it is now. I already know like some of the stuff I'm going to do. But I'll tell you the story of when, when I went to buy it and like looking into it. And the reason why was because, you know, I went to um, Born Free mm-hmm. or whatever. And, you know, I've been seeing the bikes for a while. And I've got... A lot of bikes at my house. They all run. I mean, it's just shocking. Now I've got all my bikes. <laughs> my bike, they all run. It's so cool. But um, and then I was like, hey, you know, let me just bite the bullet here. And I really want to. I really, I really love some of the customization that I've seen there. And I'm like, and and I get a lot of positive feedback from Lucky Charms. So I, I was like, I just wonder, you know. And it's not like a really respected, um, you know, model to be doing anything with. But for some reason, people who don't even know about bikes, they love the bike. So I'm like, well, I wonder what I could do with a bike that's very well known and and you know, kind of people do stuff like that with. I wonder what kind of response that's going to get. And I, I, I believe that, that I won't have any problems doing too much with it. But so anyway, so I started looking at bikes and, and I really love the older looking engines. They, they just, you know, that, that real throwback, especially when you're doing a chopper, it just, it fits very well. My issue with the Evo and some of the other ones is it's pretty new and the top is real shiny and it's pretty obvious that it's a newer style bike. So I was trying to find a compromise between I don't want to I don't want to rebuild an entire engine in the top right. end. I right. want I want to get to customizing, um, and then I started looking at bikes and I found a really great one. But most of the bikes I was looking at were in the shape that I was looking for were six and seven, seventy five. And I was you know I'm like fuck it I'll get it you know as long as it doesn't break I don't have to worry about that shit. Then I can just kind of put right. my time and energy into fixing it to, to ride the way I want it to, not necessarily oh now I'm broken down on the side of the road again. Like I I do not want to deal with. And that, that bike, it sounds great, it runs yeah. great, so everything else you can do. But, yeah. Mikey, you're in the big leagues now. You're going to be... Sweetheart, uh, I've been in the no, big leagues, all right, no. babe? Mm-mm. All right. Here's where I'm really going to call your <laughs> bullshit. You know what? On your metric cruiser, you can get away with spray painting, triple trees, and shit like that. Oh, you You're not going to get away with that anymore. <laughs> you saw that? <laughs> you're not going to get away with that anymore. Yeah. On this level of bike, you're going to have to up your game. You're going to have to get... Just wait. Pl- ...plated, powder-coated... You're going to have to have a much better atten- uh, eye for detail. On metric bikes, you can get away with it because that was a cheap project. But, dude, I'm going to hold you accountable this time. I, look, it's not going to be like your old uh, Sky Blue bike, but it's going to be... I already got some cool plans. Yeah. But here's the funny thing. So and you know I got you covered with a welding, Mikey. Oh, we'll do it. We're, yeah. Trust me, we're going we're gonna to bang this shit out. Oh, yeah. But what's really funny about it was I found these bikes and I started... And I found one that was really good, but then I started reading a bit about them and, you know... Uh, it was just so funny. Like everything that I that I would heard about between seventy one and like or low eighties or something, mm-hmm. there was a uh, some sort of manufacturing where people were very resentful uh, that were in there and they're well, fucking up the bikes intentionally well, and doing like stuff to kind of you know. And so they're saying that like a lot of these bikes, the electricals problems. It was just one thing after another. I was reading about these bikes and those were the bikes I was looking well, for. Well, the shovel heads. Yeah. So. Just a very very brief. This isn't an MS history hole or anything, but. Um, Harley was kind of in trouble in yeah. the early 70s financially and they needed somebody to bail them out and so they were taken taken over by basically the bowling people AMF yeah. and it wasn't you know AMF was around for quite a long time but it wasn't the perfect marriage um 
the bikes weren't great. And in a lot of cases, you point out, they were sabotaged on the production line. Mm -hmm. um, my opinion is the AMF Harleys are just so crushingly handsome. I know. They, they are really, really so are. so frigging good-looking. But the truth is, I'm sorry if it upsets some listeners, but you will know it's the case. They are terrible bikes. And I'm not suggesting that Triumphs made in the early 70s were much better. Um, really, the, the only people who were really, really on the game in the early 70s were the Japanese, because they were just getting into their stride. Um, but Harley was making some pretty bad quality bikes. They were great bikes, yeah. but just not put together very well. Same with Triumph. They were great bikes. I mean, my I love Japanese bikes. I love American bikes. But you know my heart's always going to be with English bikes. You all know that. And Lucky Charms. And Lucky Charms, of course, darling. Yeah. But that's just because of you, Mike. I'm secretly Wait in love minute. with you. Yeah. You're not going to give it some lame-ass name, are you? You probably um, Well, I haven't, I haven't gotten that, that far yet. Captain, I, I'm going to call this one Captain, Captain Draft. Captain Draft. People know the fucking bike, Liza. Come on, what do you call your Nobody knows Captain the KTM Crunch. you drive. No one's coming up being like, oh, look, it's fucking Casper the White Bike. It's called Whitey. Whitey. <laughs> Whitey Bulger. <laughs> you know, he's dead. Well, <laughs> it's well, my I, white bike. I call it Whitey. Well, he's, yeah. he's, he's Good awesome. thing I don't have a black bike. I don't know. I tell you what. Here's what we could do. We could, when I, when I do build it we can we can we can uh, christen it no or we could make let listeners help to pick out the name yeah for there you go That'd be i vote for cool. captain crunch what liza what <laughs> fucking liza no, that's, captain yo crunch. let's do it <laughs> no that's oh blue and gold no <laughs> that's mike's like the captain captain crunch Ooh, you know i, I like thought that. Your, your ktm was austrian i thought you called it adolf oh my <laughs> god god let me finish the story about with the, when i went to go yeah, and pick oh, this wow. thing up um, I had a, he was going to go look at another bike in Alameda for like over, like over almost seven grand. Right. And I was like, all right, that's perfect. I'll get it. It's just a lot of stuff. I'm going to have to take off of it, right. but it'll be good. And all of a sudden as, as I'm like up in the morning and, and I'm looking and I'm like, oh, I didn't see this one. And I'm like, oh, it's a bit early. It's like seven fifteen on a Sunday. I'm just going to shoot a message and see what the dude says, you know? And he, he messaged me back like 10 minutes later. He's like, yeah, I got it. Um, you know, and I'm like, for 300 bucks, bike looks sick. It's, it's got to be too good to be true. And he's like, come, if you want to come and take a look at it, he's like, I, I don't know if I'm going to be, I'm leaving town. So I said, well, I can be there in an hour. And he's like, um, can you be here by nine? And I was, I Google mapped it and sent him a picture. I was like, I'd be there. 845 <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> and uh and sure enough i just like hopped in the car grabbed a banana and drove up there and uh i was listening to um podcasts on the way because i didn't want to listen to music and get hyped and then, like, <laughs> make a bad decision you know what I'd rather mean? listen to the podcast and yeah yeah and be, just kind of you know yeah just what? be a little bit more like you know focused yeah. okay and uh so anyway so i get up there and uh i saw the guy he rolls the bike out he's really nice and uh but the funny thing was like you could tell he was very upset about selling the bike and that was like the tell for me where i was right. like this is great this is i'm it's getting a good loved. thing yeah because this i mean like uh -huh. you should have seen his fucking eyes like it's like as i'm rolling it in he's just sitting there just like like his dog was dead in front of him yeah and it was like 10 minutes of this and he wasn't playing you know so i was like i was like secretly like yes <laughs> yes i'm getting a good one it's a but good deal we go back to what i said i mean that was his bike right. yeah and that doesn't necessarily mean it's you know he made great choices we can see by looking at the bike he made some really good choices but he made some hokey ones as well because it's somebody else's right. customization right. project 
the way I see it with the bike, based based on like my limited knowledge, is it seems to me, and uh, b- briefly talking with him, is that he had somebody who was knowledgeable that helped him to set it up, and he had a vision. Mm-hmm. But I could tell because of the back end that he was a little bit more timid. I showed him a picture of uh, Lucky Charms. He's like, "Oh, I want to do this, and I, and I wanted to pull this off, and this and that other thing." And I was like, "Well, I just pulled out saws and did it. I didn't give a fuck." But obviously, like you're you're limited in your somebody to push you off the edge and tell you to right. go for it and figure it out, and uh, maybe a little less. Uh, um, um, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. like, I could see where that came in. And there's other things like the idol. Like he yeah. didn't have somebody to help him figure out how to get the idol right. You know right. what I mean? And, and, we, and we just set it up there. Just like that. Then. Yeah. And he's probably been, it's probably been like that for a long time. And, oh, yeah. and just other things. So um, I was just stoked to have the bike and, and, and know that this guy didn't fuck with it too much. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So. Sir, are you, are you having a leave? I am. Well, thanks for staying. Ciao. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, no problem. All right. Um, you are out of here. Good to go. Thanks cool. a lot. Um, <clears throat> well, Mikey, congratulations on your new purchase. It's I a- really can't wait to see. Can I make some recommendations of what I hope you will be your color palette? Does it matter what I think? No. Does it matter? I like Captain Crunch. Does it matter Blue what I gold? suggest? So here's something I love. Hmm. I love the use of um, satin and gloss black together, side by side, mm-hmm. and uh, and and a little bit of brass. I think that would look nice. Well, Vu from Lane Split Boulevard just built a Honda Shadow. That's literally exactly what you're saying. It's the most beautiful bike with like a crazy shifter, like just brass. He had to like special right. mm-hmm. send parts out to get brass that usually aren't down in LA because there's only one person in California who does it. And if you really like what you're talking about, you got to check out Boo's bike. It's it's. Uh, I can see on it's your. Pretty, it's unbelievable. What I can see on your bike, Mike. Is a vibrant color. I mean, I like the black and I like the chrome. So you could, that's, I mean, that's your base. That's like, you know, that's the lettuce in the salad. Mm-hmm. But I can see just that tank and the fender and just little bits of bodywork on it in just a vibrant color. And I haven't decided what so? color. Oh, God, yeah. Maybe even a flake. But that, so, like, uh, this is interesting. Ooh, I like a flake. Yeah, so that just, just hearing what Sarah said, uh, instantly in my, in my fucking head, I'm Blue sitting here thinking, flake. Captain Crunch. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm thinking like some really beautiful like um um light kind of a sky blue but a little bit dark with some gold flake in it but I'll, I'll have it painted like professionally with like right. you know the real nice decorative stuff where they have like kind of like the Oh um, the gold inlays. leafing on it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I do that on the back fender, I'll do it on the front fender, I'll do it on the tank and maybe um you See, that's you know, the way you got to up your league. You could And then the leather with that blue and gold. <gasps> you see? Come on now. Captain oh, Crunch. And here's the other thing I'm going to do. I'm going to make a fake uh, extra gas tank. And what? We're, yeah, so I'm gonna make a fake tank about a oh, half a gallon, like three a quarter kind of thing. Like yeah, but I'm put it. It's gonna look like a tool bag in the front, mm-hmm. and then I'll have a second tube going to the gas with a um, with a T in the valve. <laughs> Right on, on the back of it, so you kind of oh yeah, because you've, you've got tank. you've got a sports to tank on yeah. that thing, haven't you? Yeah, you're always going to be looking for. <sighs> yeah, do you think that's a good idea? Like seventy yeah. mile range. Yeah, yeah, shit, yeah. So I'll have a like a proper and and do not backup. take that seat off. You've got a good seat on. Oh there. no 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 no! You've got a good seat. Man. See, okay, so right, this is where we got. I got to cut the oh, fucking bullshit here man. because that is the. I know. So here's here's where form and function kind of collide because I agree with you. The seat is super fucking. You can ride for. I love it. On that. I know, but, but I can't. I can't stand to look at it. So get it recovered. Uh, no, no, no. It's not about. It's the shape and size of it. It's the it's way it big. makes the bike look. Oh, oh. It's, it's a it's a proper nice big wide it. seat. 
and it just it's not going with the look that I'm going to get, which is a bit more slimmed down. Um, absolutely going to slim it down. And when it, what I do with the back end is not really going to be able to do that so much. Okay. Well, if you build Captain Crunch, mm-hmm. I will build Count Chocula. And will you really? I will build Count oh. Chocula. Oh my God! Be advised, because so cool. Matt Harris also has a Count Chocula. Oh, in that case, yeah. I'll build Booberry. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. okay. If there's yeah. already a how about, no, 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 no. How about I will build cinnamon toast crunch, gold with sparkles. Oh, apple jacks. Ooh, apple jacks. You know I like. Apple you know jacks. I like green or lucky charms. Oh, they're always after no, me. Bag of yeah, choice. All oh, right, bring it back already. in. Apple and Mike, if you get this bike finished, I will buy a pair of truck the nuts pink for and it. red on so, the apple. A, a what? Pair of truck nuts for it. <laughs> <laughs> I can just dangle them. <laughs> yeah. The angle is going to be the angle. No, Captain Crunch. There it is. Captain Crunch. So, congratulations, and I think that means that we're going to be hearing more from you as you give us updates on what you do. You'll be more hearing more of me when I'm driving by. <laughs> you know, i got to say, Mike, it actually kind of took me back a little bit. How, when I rolled up on it? No, how kind of at home you look on that thing. Oh, really? Oh, God, yeah. I, yeah, you said I have the, the, the look of a person who would ride a bike like that. You absolutely... Well, you know but what, I don't know. have the soul of a person who rides a bike. But he looked that way because he was comfortable because of that seat. Exactly. But, <laughs> you know... Totally it's, totally like, that'll be gone soon. If, if it looks like a duck and it sounds like a duck, it is a duck. So, you know, don't fight it. You're it's a not Harley. a duck, it's a Harley. You're a Harley rider. Yeah, but you know what? The last thing I'm going to say about this bike that I found interesting is I've, I've ridden a Harley before. But uh, having a little bit more of like connection because it's mine and I'm riding around a bit more. I'm not just like, oh, let me take it for a few minutes. You're taking uh, it. It's pretty. It's a solid, solid bike. Number mm-hmm. one, uh, the vibration on it. You know, it's a little bit more than Lucky Charms, but it's a completely different feel mm-hmm. riding. Uh, the the pipes are a bit bigger. It's tuned pretty good. You know, having all that open air. But uh, I, I mean, I was just taken back. The turning on it though, it's a bit heavy on the front. Right. I made sure I put air in the tires, but. Um, you know, all around it, it's pretty solid. But I can tell you this much: because of the weight of the bike, even with the dual front discs, it doesn't really want to stop that quick. No. So, like, you don't want to take the thing in corners fast. You and know? it's extremely. Keep your eye on those tire pressures. You remember that video of that guy on the Harley? Yeah, cool that like where this. he actually spins it around, it's going yeah. backwards. Yeah. That's all down to tires. That's that the first thing I did before I even rode it. Down was, to uh, but dude, you can take a look at like performance machine, like four piston brakes and stuff. That's why I always. I this is one of the reasons why I make fun of a lot of Harley riders. They're all about, ooh, performance and horsepower, making it go faster. But they're not about making it stop, stop or turn quicker. better. <laughs> that's that's where I'm like, hold on. Because there's stuff you can get. I mean, you can get like a four, you can get uh, yeah, you, four piston, you can get good, good brakes for it. So hopefully you'll do that too. But Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you, thank you. I was well done, I was waiting Mike. to get fucking reamed out when I when I came up in here, but uh, you know I didn't. So no. thank you. Good 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 choice. So I got to apologize. I misspoke. It's not Count Chocula. It's Count Chopula. Oh, so oh. Ah. okay. So I might I might be able to build Count Dude, Chocula. Let's do you it. You know the only thing we is we could be twinsies. We could be twinsies, but I'd have to paint it brown. No, I'm not you sure wouldn't. how you I wouldn't. feel about no, brown yeah, motorbike. I, I, All you got to have is a brown streak on the seat, and you're good. Well, I've got one of those anyway, darling. You could do British like British racing yeah, browns. It's Count Chopula, but it's a purple bike with a bunch of sparkles and shit on it and gold rims. It's you're cool. That, I mean, that's but, Booberry right there. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for the updates. <laughs> right. But, hey, you know what? 
now that we're sharing good news, I think it's time to share some more good news. Yes. So our friend Austin from Twisted Road came all the way out here because Austin, you've got good news. You've we've had you on our show twice now, right? Right, once in person and once on um, the phone. The, it's been a while. The first time you were still, it was your first year, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I don't remember when I was here, what month of the year it was. But, but it, was it was a while ago. ago. How many bikes did you have on the books when you were here first it was time around? Pr- maybe 150 or 200, and we've got 1,500 now. Good Lord. So for any new listeners who right. don't who aren't familiar with TwistedRoad.com, yeah. can you please tell everyone what it is? Yeah, basically we're a, we're a platform that connects motorcycle riders with bikes that they can rent anywhere they go. Uh, basically, we are um, doing for motorcycles what Airbnb did for houses. Awesome. And so you've been doing it how long now? We've been live for about a year and a half. So um, you've been you've been working on some updates. So hold on one second. Oh, Emma, can you go run out yeah, and yeah. help Sarah? Thank you very much. Um, you've been working on updates. So besides adding more bikes right. to the roster, um, you've also changed some of the rules because I noticed vintage bikes yep. started showing up. Yep. Yep. You've got some pretty badass custom bikes. Yep. So can you fill us in on all the changes? And I think you have some bigger news yeah, to share, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, let's see. What's changed? Well, we do have vintage bikes. We, mm-hmm. we always say that we would prefer bikes that are newer than the year 2000, but we'll take older. And if you look in Guilford, Connecticut, we have a handful of bikes from the 60s and 70s that are really beautiful. There's a woman up there named Taryn who uh, who does incredible restorations. Okay, I'm going to look. So, TwistedRoad.com, and one thing I like yeah, about is the map that you can yeah. use to look for different in different regions. It's pretty sick. Yeah, so Guilford, G-U-I-L-F-O-R-D, F-O-R-D, and it's Connecticut, and it's probably the third or fourth bike down. You'll see like a, a Triumph. Uh, let's see. It's a Triumph Bonneville. Mm, Do you like see an it? old one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold wow. on. Do you see it there or not? Uh, Guilford. Is it in the sunset? Connecticut. Here we go. Guilford, Connecticut. Yeah. Um, um, sometimes I like, like this is kind of my new Craigslist porn. Yes. Where now I like to just kind of flip through different parts of the country and see what bikes people have. Dude, that um, R100 well, is beautiful. Yeah, I'm looking right now. There's wow. a 78 BMW R100. That thing is nasty looking. Gorgeous. Well, let me see the picture of that. That might be. Oh, yeah, the 76 Triumph that, Bonneville. Yeah, you know where that is? That's on Martha's uh, Vineyard. The s- that's on Martha's Vineyard. Oh, Vineyard. Oh, the uh, right. 65 Honda CB450. Right. You know what this is like? This is wait, like when wait, you're getting wait. ready for vacation and you like start looking through hotels oh look they got a pool Dude, Ooh, they, right, it's like right, you're going and looking right. at people's bikes you're gonna a, ride a 1970 bsa starfire 250 that's also by taryn she redid that one she's really whoa she's, these are like cherry bikes she's really talented you should follow her on instagram uh liza you'd love her um i think it's i'll give you the details in just a sec i'm guessing that this 2010 honda fury isn't hers that is not hers but <laughs> but that's funny you should mention that that's that, a, that, 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 it's that, Dave uh, a- Animal Dave's Fury. That yeah. bike is owned by the person who rented the first uh, bike on Twisted Road. Owns oh, really? That. Yeah, it's random. The, the the woman's name in Connecticut is her Instagram is nycekt. Nycekt. She's really amazing what she does. So you, yeah, basically you can flip through and see what bikes are right. available. So so right. you've added a lot of bikes. A lot of bikes. We have some custom bikes on there. Uh-huh. We've got. Um, we have uh, the, the kind of bikes that I'm kind of surprised people are letting these collectible bikes 
out from yeah, it. I'm going to tell you something that is uh, such a nice compliment. Mm-hmm. A, a friend of a friend of mine mentioned to her friend who rides all about our company and he said oh, i'll take a look at it and the next time she saw him he said i can't believe how many people are willing to let others ride these such amazing mm-hmm. motorcycles and the, the last part of that sentence is what resonates because it's not just let them ride their bike it's let them ride such amazing bikes right. you know we're proud these are in great condition people clearly love them so you know i look at it as you know, there's a lot of bikes that I'd love to ride or try, but I won't ever be able to buy them all for a lot of reasons. And uh, this just allows me to go ahead and play around, keep well, the bike I've got at home. They clearly love their bikes, but they clearly love making money more. Right. And that's what's so awesome is that anybody with a good running bike yeah. can list their bike for rent. Right. There's there's no risk to putting it on there. I think we've said that before. You put it on there and it doesn't get rented, you've lost nothing, maybe two minutes of time mm-hmm. to list it. If it gets rented and you look at the uh, person's riding history and you're not comfortable, you can just decline it. If mm-hmm. you put it up there and you sell it two, two weeks later, it doesn't matter. Like There's no penalty. Uh, and let's talk about if something bad happens, the bike goes out and gets dropped, we pay for it. We have insurance, a commercial insurance policy that covers all of that. Exactly. So. Can I uh, can I say something about this? Because I I did a um, uh, Airbnb sure. at my house for quite some time, and sure. um, I I think it's really interesting to take someone's bike because obviously we're all passionate about our bikes. You know, people who are, are, are interested enough to get on the internet and do all this stuff have got to be really into what they do. And uh, you know, I love my house. I love the room that I set up for people. And you know, we had come in, but it was really cool to have these people come in because I wouldn't say we we created relationships with them so much because they kind of pass it pass. What do you call them? Pass, ships in the night. Yeah. Yeah, just kind of yeah. come yeah. and go, but uh, we made a lot of really, really solid connections with people because of our love of Santa Cruz and you know our passion for here and right. some of the other stuff. And I've even rode with some of the people because I have extra bikes right. who are here, and it was this great uh, experience. And I and I feel like this could be kind of the same thing where you meet somebody. Maybe they're just like, yeah, the bike's there, the keys there, go take it. And maybe other people are like really it, stoked on that bike. Rare. And that, like, that first scenario is rare. It, yeah. The community that we're forming because I don't look at it as transactional at all. Like it's it's we're building we're unlocking a community I mean, it's you look community at, building it's yeah. community building. you look you look in uh in la we've got bikes that are blocks away from each other and people don't even know their neighbors right but um <laughs> when you look on our instagram feed i'd say like 90 to 95 percent of the bikes that are on there and the images are from our community we're not out there taking content pictures we're reposting people send us images of their rides they're proud of them and we just post them for them but i want to talk about um there's still a lot of people who say i would never do this first of all i would never let somebody ride my baby right um and this is what I find is interesting. What people say is, um, I wouldn't let somebody ride my bike because they would just trash it and ride it hard. And right. Which makes me think that, that they're that the person. type of person That's right. who would ride somebody's bike hard. Personally, I, when I'm riding someone else's bike, you do so with respect. Yes. And I just assume people do the same to That's my bike. That's the same that we have on our site. We haven't had anybody abuse another bike. It's a, it's a lot of people's fear. It comes up. Yeah. But we've never had a situation like that. So so yeah, anyone right. who's who's putting a bike up for rent is probably going to be a good renter themselves. Right, and people people on both sides, and we do have a lot of overlap where people put their bike up. The minute you put your bike on our site, we throw you twenty five bucks to go rent someone else's. I mean, we like we like building the community. And your point about some people that say, "Hey, I don't want anybody riding my bike. I would never want that." You know, we're not here to convert anybody. We get it. Yeah, my house is not listed on Airbnb. I don't want anybody sleeping in my bed, right? But <laughs> yeah. uh, so I get it. You know, I'm not. It's like it's not for everybody. 
we get that right but um there's still i think a lot of people don't trust the risks yeah well let's talk about the risks. let's talk about the risks okay so uh the the biggest one that people think about is what happens if something happens to my bike okay we we uh what was that, Mikey? That, Mikey, when you whisper, I have to pee. I might have to make. I might. I might have to make smellies. I don't know. Just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, did you make stinkies? I might have to uh, make smellies. Oh, no, I'm Jesus. kidding. I just Sorry, thought it was ahead, Jim. Uh, yeah. So if someone drops the bike, uh, it, it's covered by our company. We have a commercial policy that covers every single bike and any damage to the bike. And then, haven't you raised the uh, coverage? Well, right now, well, we have a lot going on. It used to be that you had to own a motorcycle in the United States to rent from us. Okay. That has now changed. Oh, good. That took two and a half years to put it in place at a point where I was comfortable with uh, 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 launching it to the community. And about six weeks ago, now anybody with an M license, M endorsement, can rent from us, and we can sell them a daily policy, which helps a lot for people coming in from out of te- uh, out of overseas and people who don't have a bike anymore. So how does that work? Because you, you had to have a bike yourself and have valid insurance right. to ride someone else. Well, the bike. thing the thing with uh, with um, insurance is it's a very co- it's a very complicated and highly regulated uh, industry, and we now have the ability to sell it through our platform. That's a big change. That's, that's a big change. And I'll, I'll say this. We are in a what I call a soft launch where we're testing everything and making sure all the kinks are out. So it's actually not available on the site. But anybody can email info twistedroad.com and we have a person walking you through it. And the site will be up likely within two weeks. This change will happen on the site. So that's big news. Big news. So it's safer for the renter and more people can rent. Like you said, travelers, a lot of people coming from from overseas. We have a lot of people. The first two guys that that use this policy rented two bikes from, uh, they rented two Harleys from the Long Beach area and they came in from Belarus and then they rode to Vegas and these pictures are just amazing of of the two of these guys with big smiles on their faces. And I want to share a story from uh, not too long ago, a few weeks ago. Uh, this is kind of funny. I was, both Austin and I were kind of giving each other side of the stories, filling in the blanks. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, um, there was a call to the garage. Somebody had spotted a biker, uh, a disabled bike. Yeah, a vampire dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was riding. Well, I mean, the way I came into it is I just came, walk, came walking over to the garage or whatever. And, and so I was like, hey, I heard you got a truck and there's a biker needs to get picked up or something. I'm like, yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, you know, biker community thing. Yep, hey, a yep, biker needs yep. help. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, let's go pick him up. The word got to the garage and Jim answered mm-hmm. the call, went to pick him up and bring him back to the garage. They have no idea who we are or where they're being brought to. Right. Yeah, so they were from the Midwest, I think Missouri, and they were on, I think, a couple of KTM adventure bikes, right. and uh, they're right down there at the junction of Highway 1 and River Street, standing like we're all the home in the shade where all the homeless people hang out and shoot up, and I'm like, oh, Ooh, no. careful. Um, but they were super nice people, and we all just kind of, were me and this dude, John, I think it was, we just rolled up, and we're like, hey, how's it going? You guys need some help? And they're like, yeah, and they're trying to figure us out, and we're like, John, what's his name? He was doing the explaining about the garage, and uh, I was just chatting them up. They were nice people. John Dalton? No, this is a wait, some vampire dude. Yeah. Oh, Harris, John Harris. Yeah, and um, yeah. So anyway, the next thing you know, like, well, let's throw your bikes in the back of the truck. We'll take you to the recycle garage. We'll get well, it. Well, just one out. bike was disabled. Oh, that's right. The other yeah, one can yeah. ride. And uh, and they still didn't know what was going on. Right. And, and uh, so we get his bike loaded up because it was intermittent starting. It would get hot and wouldn't start and wouldn't keep running. So yeah, next thing you know, we load him up in the truck. Got him and his girlfriend in the back and. 
and uh, they kind of don't know what's happening. And next thing you know, like, yeah, we got this on Twisted Road. And I'm like, oh, no way. We know that dude. <laughs> hey, let's just keep our backpacks at his booth. In his <laughs> but uh, but the guy, I could tell they, they were trying to process what was going on. They're getting rescued. A bunch of people like, yeah, we'll get the bike back. We'll sort it out and take right. care of you. you know? and, but also, I could tell they were hot. And, uh, and I think it was good for them to get back to the garage. I could go get a taco and all that kind of sure. stuff. Yeah, and I think this, is, um, this must be a common occurrence. What do you do when you have someone else's bike? They haven't crashed it, but the bike is having um, overheating issues. Yeah. Do you do you keep riding? I can tell you, as um, I had somebody who I loaned a car to, and it started overheating. And they thought, well, I need to just get it back home to her, and they warped the head on the ride home. Like you stop, you just stop. If a bike, especially a bike like a KTM, yeah. is having issues, stop. But now, what do you do? And they really didn't know what to do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the answer is we'll, we'll get we'll get it towed back to the owner is the answer. Right. So, but again, they're not sure where they are, who right. all these people are. So right. I just pull out my cell phone and I call Austin, Austin directly. <laughs> like, great. hey, Austin, I got some Twisted Road renters yeah. here, and their their bike is disabled. They can't ride it here. Let me have you talk to them. Yeah. Hand over yeah. the phone. So, right. That's great. So here's the obvious question, Austin. <clears throat> it's ten o'clock on a Sunday night. The owners of the bike are out having dinner. <clears throat> you know, they forgot their phone. Who do they call? Who oh, do well, the renters call? They, they, they contact us. So we have a person who works full-time. His name is Nick, and uh, he is our community manager. Shout out to Nick. Nick, <laughs> Nick is really amazing. People post on Facebook, hey, we had a great time with Twisted Road. Thanks to Nick. I mean, he, right. he's amazing. <clears throat> Nick contacts every single rider and every owner before the bike, before the ride starts. He contacts them again after the ride starts, and then at the end after the ride's over. Make sure everything's okay. Any questions that have to be answered. So the first, he's the primary point of contact. Anything happens with that bike, mm. they're going to Nick. Yep. See, that, that's good to know because oh, I'm sorry, but because uh, when we pick these people up, they're like, yeah, we were just calling the owner, and the owner was like, no help at all. He's like, I don't know, I never had a problem with it. So that's right. good to know to call you guys first. Yeah, always. So yeah, so I just handled the phone here's the ceo of the company and austin tells them what to do and then i see them like okay well we're gonna have to get it towed later okay um uh and i overheard them saying like well we we're coming down to santa cruz for the day like what should we do and they're talking to the other couple who are on a bike right so i just handed them the keys to my scooter and went here you go go ahead and have fun right you can leave it here take care of it later yeah their head is real and they don't know what and they're just like who are these people what is this place i know when i was driving them up and their heads was kind of spinning i'm like oh dude just drop the bike here it'll get towed back whatever and then you can rent liza's versus it's Uh, right there right there there. there. yeah you don't miss a beat exactly so um yeah thank you for helping them out of course of course and but that's an example of you have something in place and that's new nick that's new nick is new new. we've got three people who work for me right now two of them are developers and one is nick he did nick is like i said he does the whole runs the whole community right but you were we were talking about community earlier i'm going to give another example of what our community is like so we got a uh we got a request recently from a a pretty large corporation they needed nine motorcycles in washington dc for a week and they wanted one of every brand they just said this is the cowie we want this is the mm-hmm. this boom this and so we went to all the owners and we were able to make them all happen except one we actually couldn't get the kawasaki that they wanted for some reason and we contacted i mean i was personally contacting everybody in the dc area to try to make it make this work for this uh, customer 
I didn't know what to do. I contacted a community garage in the area, Dun and Lewis. They were trying to help us and finally. Oh, I know those Dun and Lewis great. guys. Yeah, yeah. they're uh, great. Mace, Mason and uh, yeah, yeah. So um, finally, I said, you know what? I'm just going to email the community. I sent out an email and said, hey, anybody who has a Kawasaki yeah, I saw in DC, that. do you get it? Yeah. Do, we probably got 40 people. 40 people reached out and said, oh, I'll help you. You know, um, um, so we, Some people are like, hey, I'm in Boston. I'm in Atlanta. I'll get the bike there for you guys if you really need it. And so we're feeling this. We got it, we got it done because we had a bunch in D.C. Mm. But the community comes out for us like that, which is so powerful. Can I ask Austin what model it was? Well, uh, it, it, I don't remember what model it was, but they didn't allow a certain bike that I don't remember what it was, KLR, oh, they didn't allow oh, KLRs. Okay. Or they had, the, the, the company was doing this. The company has a diagnostic tool, and so they, they wanted the owners to drop the bikes off at a trade show. Mm-hmm. They were going to sit inside for four or five days while this company just showed how their diagnostic equipment oh, worked, and then the, everyone picked their bikes up and then brought them home. Nobody was riding the bikes at yeah. all except the owners. It was a great deal. That sounds yeah. like a great deal. It's a great deal. As they, long as their tool didn't mess up the bike's electronics. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. And each per- person got a few hundred bucks you know that's wonderful so let's talk about worst case scenario i still want to put people at ease worst case scenario i'm sure this has happened sure your bike gets crashed yeah i'm going to give you an example of one that happened a year ago and i vividly remember it it was halloween i'm walking around with my wife and kids and my cell phone rings and uh a guy dumped a bike and he was okay and they 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 got it a quote on it, and and because the bike had a bent frame, it it, it was totaled, and it was a brand new bike. It was uh, it was a 2018 Triumph Bonneville. Okay. And so what happened is our insurance kicked in. He got paid the full amount. He got a check. Uh, in fact, he was frustrated with 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 himself, and he said, "You know, I'm I'm, I'm afraid my friends are all going to say, hey, told you so. Why'd you do this?'" And I said to him, "Hey." Kevin, don't worry about it. You're literally going to get a check from our insurance company, and you can turn around and buy the 2019 version of the bond. You basically got a year newer bike with no risk. Mm-hmm. And so he still got paid for the bike rental. We gave him a few free days to rent on our site. You know, we try to take care of the community. So now, now Austin, now I'm coming at you. Good. <clears throat> I got an issue. Yeah, okay. You know I do. You always. It's, and it's is not it even my issue. Is it bagels? It's bagels right, issue. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> I thought I was off the hook when I didn't see him today. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, I still think you're missing the boat on offering scooters. I'm gonna. I will answer by saying we are missing the boat. There's other things we're also missing the boat on. We get. Oh, well, like people, boats. <laughs> like slingshots. Can I tell you how many people want to put want us to put slingshots on the site? Okay. Um, we we don't do it, and uh, there's a lot of reasons, and I'll give you a few of them. The first is that we. Um, the brand of the company currently is a motorcycle brand, and we do our best to stay within those those confines so that we can so that we can appropriately allocate our resources, whether it's time, effort, energy, or money. But in our community, riders are riders. That that's true. But but um, when you go to a motorcycle show, there and 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 it's not just a show; it's everything. It's everything from uh, going to a motorcycle show versus a scooter show. It's the images that are on the site. If they have motorcycles or scooters, I mean, it's a whole different mm. thing. Okay, you you won the argument when you're talking about the images. Yeah, yeah. It's the, hard. yeah a scooterist has a completely different image than a biker. Right, and so if you put yes. those on there. Then, then we're we're offending or, or, or changing our brand, and so I'm not opposed to it. But when we do it, we'll have to do it in a different way. We we, we probably have have a whole different platform. So almost like a company within a company, it'll be 
Twisted Road, but it might not be called Twisted Road. It might be called, you know, well, Pep, Road Pep, to Be Mild. Right. Or well, something. Pepsi owns Aquafina bottled water. It's not called Pepsi. It's right. Aquafina, right? So, so mm. there's, there's, there, we could do something else. Maybe leverage the Twisted Road name a little bit and make something happen. I'm not opposed to it. I'm just not, just not right now. I understand. You got to pick and choose your battles. You're still growing. Yeah. And you, you've growing been fast. Growing fast. And 97 percent ever after every ride. Just to put people at ease at who the other people are on the site, we have three re, re, three ratings. The rider gets to rate the owner. The mm-hmm. owner rates the rider, and mm-hmm. the rider rates the bike. Ninety-seven percent of those reviews are five star. That's amazing. Ninety-seven percent. I don't remember what review I put for the two by four I rode up in Portland. I didn't blame you. You did. You gave it. I'm going to tell you what happened. Oh no! <laughs> you gave it. You you, you, you. you. It was either four or five, but um, you didn't have gas. Was no? That was somebody else that didn't. No, I know what you're referring to. Yeah. No, um, when I rented my bike, oh, oh, oh. the the people who rented it forgot to refill it and returned it with uh, almost empty gas, right. like half right. gas. Right. And I was, I just you know heads up because you are supposed to right. Return it as you got it, right? Or better. Some people return exactly. it better. Exactly, and that was it. And I just put that. Yeah, I forgot to. It was in the comments. Forgot to do the gas. Yeah, That's all. We read every comment, so we paid you ten. You bucks. did. You gave me yeah, ten bucks. I appreciate bucks. it. Right. Well, um, I, I get a question for you. Yeah. Though. So. Because I'm I'm going to New York in like uh, <laughs> you're hitting our Achilles heel here, Mikey. What's that? Go ahead that? and ask a question. Go ahead and ask a question. Ask your question. Go ahead. Yeah, and ask I, I I I hit in where I'm going, and uh-huh. there's and nothing it, there. It's just showing me fucking Jersey, and nobody yeah, wants yeah, to go to yeah, Jersey. Nobody wants to go to Jersey. So and here's <laughs> time for that. right, right. So here's Wait, hold on. Uh, here's Sorry, Shana. Go- here's what's going on is that um, there are very strict regulations uh, in New York with regards to ride and vehicle sharing okay and so we don't have any bikes there at all oh, and we had to take them off we had some beautiful bikes there and um we don't have bikes there and turo which does what we do but for cars they don't have cars there i huh. mean it's really limited we had beautiful bikes so my suggestion would be find a bike in new jersey or find one in pennsylvania or connecticut based on how where you're <clears throat> where you're well, flying into you know what it is i'm actually going to um uh what i, what I was planning on doing is have you heard of 20th century cycles it's oh, uh, <laughs> Billy Joel has this massive collection of bikes in Oyster Bay, which yes. is like right where I'm at. And when I lived in New York, I worked at his house a couple of times with the company I worked for, and I've met him a bunch of times because he's a local to where I live, so hey, I always run into him. Mike, uh, between your feet, you dropped something. What are you talking about? Billy Joel's name. Oh no no! I'm just saying, <laughs> dude, he's super cool. I mean, he's he looked, he looked. No, you know what? I've heard this before. He's just a real down home guy, same yeah. as Bob Seger. You know, yeah. these are like. Down home guys who just like dude, hang, you gotta see his collection. hang out in the hood. I've seen yeah. it on film. It's across the board. You're gonna see it's got a, everything. You're gonna see a lot of Italian bikes because he's Italian. Yeah. You're gonna see a lot of British bikes. He loves British bikes yeah. um, and a lot of early American stuff. One of the buildings we were working on there, he um, he just he it was like his overflow of these like fantastic bikes. And he's like, well, I just need to do. We were doing there for a couple of days, and he just had like lines of bikes. And the, I don't think the other guys I was working with were really now, wasn't cared. He and I was dating like, dude, you guys, you gotta stay. Wasn't he dating Christine Brinkley for a while? And she oh, made yeah. him give up the bikes. Yeah, that's in the eighties. Yeah. So, so Billy I'm, Joel I'm, I'm going has there. a bike in his collection that I drool over. Have you seen it? It's the Virago that looks like, like a, a Vincent. Like a Vincent. Yeah, that's no. and it makes you realize how amazing that motor can be. And the builder who built it 
Uh, I think Billy Joel actually said, I want one made out of this. Was not Hagemann his <clears throat> name? Or? Uh, I think so. But you take a look at that bike and you will never I'm look gonna, at a Virago go the same. So he's, his, his spot is like, it's like five minutes from my house. So in the last few times I went there, for some reason it was closed. And then, I don't know, he does these cool events. Paul and Ida, mm-hmm. remember that dude, the yeah. uh, round the world, whatever? The um, they started out there. At, uh, right. at Billy Joel's or whatever. And so I was just hoping, I was like, oh, that'd be cool if I could just grab but a bike, take a ride for the day, and stop at Billy Joel's. I want to get back to Austin. But what you're saying, Austin, this situation in New York, Turo's on the job. Yeah. I know it's big business for them. Yeah. So it might not be permanent. No, I can't see it being permanent. I really can't. I mean, it's a big business. It's a big, it's Airbnb's biggest yeah. market in the world is in New York City. Right. right? So there's a lot of business yeah. there. So I would imagine that there, that there were, there have lobbyists and people working on this. I would imagine. I can't say for certain. Okay. Uh, well, good Liza, luck with that. Yeah, Liza, going back to something you mm-hmm. asked, not this time, but the last time, was how about liability? What happens to an owner and how am I as an owner protected? Do you remember that? Yeah, that was my big question. So in our new insurance policy that we just upgraded to, all owners are now covered for free for $100,000 of liability exposure. If they want to increase that to three hundred dollars or a million, they can for a small, for a small fee. So I want to give you my worst case scenario fear. Okay. <clears throat> I rent my bike out to somebody. Yeah. And uh, something happens like, I don't know, the chain breaks. Some yep. freak accident comes up, takes their leg off. Yep. They're going to have hundreds of thousands of dollars in medical bills. Yep. I'm not that worried about the bike. The bike's worth a couple grand. Yep. Uh, that bike is covered. We know it's covered. Yep. W- who's going to be responsible for their medical bills. So, <clears throat> so this, this has been my fear that they're going to get a good lawyer who's going to say, oh, no, 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 no. It's the fault of the bike owner for not maintaining it. Is there any firewall? Is there any protection? Well, that's where we have we have $100,000 that protects okay. you as the owner. If you want, you can increase that to 300000 I think it costs an extra 10 bucks a day or something. Mm-hmm. And, or you can increase it to a million. And so it might be fifteen a day for the for the million dollars of liability coverage. So if that's something that really concerns you, that makes sense. Then, so, you, then you do that. <clears throat> so I can I can build a bigger wall yeah, yeah. between me and a lawsuit. Yeah, you can build a million dollar one. I like hearing that. For I, it's like I think it's twenty bucks. I, I have to look at the numbers. And that I, sounds I like that. A, a job for law tigers. <laughs> oh God! So hey, Austin, you want to make somebody happy? Uh, sh- depends what I have to do, Liza. <laughs> uh, I know better than to answer that with an easy yes or no. What, what am I doing? So I want you to reach into that bag. And, and just this is all of our Patreon subscribers. One nice. ticket. We're going to give away a free rental. We've love done that. this a few yep. times. Yep. I love it. It's a way for people to try out a bike they've always wanted to try. You, you can either you can use it while you're traveling. Yep. But I, like, I go on there and I look in my own neighborhood. I found a KTM not too far from here that I'm yep. drooling over. Yeah. So let's see who won so a free rental. So here it is, the CEO of the company. Gr- who won the free days uh, rental? Uh, Gregorius T. Ah, oh, Gregorius. Nice. Here, Gregorius. I will take that name. I will contact him. <laughs> Thank you. Well, congratulations, Gregorius. You nice. have just won free days rental with Twisted Road. Right. Nice. Thank you very much. Perfect. So, um, Emma, I want to play a little game. Okay. <clears throat> okay. 
All right. I went on Twisted Road. Y'all. I just picked a random city. Los Angeles. I figured there's a ton of bikes there. A ton of bikes there. Y'all. Um, and we're just looking at the first page of bikes. Okay. And there's deals on here. Okay. Now, as you said, now the owners of the bikes can set their rental fees. So right. you will find prices all over the place. Right. What's the bottom rental now? 50 bucks, I think. Is right. Okay. So, Emma, I want you to read each of these bikes. Well, have our guests, have our guests uh, what the daily rental would be for a bike ooh, like ooh, that. Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. Okay. First up, we've got a orange and cream 2015 Ducati Scrambler. That is a very nice bike. What's that rental per day? Oh, God, that's got to be 300 bucks. Really? Yeah. $99 a day. That's amazing. All right. Jim, you want to get in on this game? Sure. 2012 BMW F800 GS. BMW. Ooh, I see it's under 100 bucks. I'll go 95. No, close. 125. Oh, okay. Good, good. Your, okay, Mikey. <clears throat> go for it. All right. 2015 Ducati 1299 Panigale. 120. $95 oh my a day. God. Dude, yo, someone's going to let you red. ride their panic <laughs> We've got... Oh. Ducati Red. Oh, you we're, know, we're not oh. done. 2015 Yamaha FZ07. What do you think, Austin? I'm going to say I'm gonna say 95 75 Jesus. Uh, 2017 Moto Guzzi V7. Uh, what's II? What is that? Oh, that's the uh, the cafe racer. Cafe racer. Yeah, that's the cafe racer. How much? Hundred. Hundred and twenty a day. That's amazing. All right, now Austin, we're gonna go back to you on this last one. Okay, give me the last one. Two thousand and two. Yeah. Yamaha Road. Is that a? What is that? That's it says Road, but it's not the Roadstar. Oh gosh, that's a, uh, a Raider, I think. I think that's a Raider. Two thousand and two yeah. Yamaha is it a cruiser? Raider. Yeah, it's, a cruiser. it's kind of pa- it's what I call a power cruiser. Mm-hmm. Power uh, cruiser. Uh, what do you think? Eighty bucks. <laughs> Forty-one dollars. Oh, jeez. It's incredible. Incredible. Forty-one. Forty-one dollars a day. Dang. Do we do we know what the least expensive bike to rent? I think was? I just found you it. You might yeah. have found it. I know that's what we I'm have wondering. a few I think for I just forty. Found it. But yeah, and you know, I don't think it's any surprise that this is in LA where there's a ton of bikes, there's competition, and right. you know, it's um, that is incredible. I'm absolutely blown away because you know, if you want to rent a Harley through one of these Harley rental places, you're looking like four hundred bucks. How about a day. how about what I'm on right now? I'm on a 2018 Road King. Right, 2018. What do you think the daily price is? Eighty bucks. Uh, I'll go 140. I I'll go 200. A hundred. A hundred. Oh, yeah, I rented incredible. it in Long Beach, and I've been riding it for four days. How are you liking it? Uh, well, I love it, and and I and I was like really worried. I was really worried. I've never been on a big a bike that big before. Uh, I don't have a. I don't um, have an affinity towards Harley's. And so, um, and I and I and I got on it, and uh, it was awkward for the first. Well, first of all, it was really awkward when I was going slow, and then after that, it took a little getting used to. But now, I love this thing. It is so comfortable. It does yeah. so well did, uh, everywhere. Do you ever notice how, um, with the whole waving and riding motorcycles, like there's like a hierarchy? Yeah. And like scooters only wave to scooters. Yeah. Sometimes motorcycles will ride to them. You know, sport bikers will ride pretty much wave to everybody. But Harleys, you don't always get them always, you know, <laughs> waving to everybody. So it's like you're, I think you're at the top when you're on the Harley because no matter what, everyone's waving to you because yeah. they're like, re- like, and it's amazing <laughs> how many people complimented me on the bike. You know, I'd stop and great bike, out. dude. Yeah. 
yeah. So I'm curious, how much is it if you were to come, say, from a different country and rent, like go to the Harley place, you know, where you rent bikes? Because there's not a lot of options. It's usually about 200 Yeah, because I know what no, I was... No, a lot yeah. more than that. Is it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I would yeah, think I mean, it's at least 250 or something. They've got like other costs that are also built in. Like, if you, you may go in and rent a Road King, and then if you want to guarantee you get a Road King, it's like an extra 70 bucks a day, because they may say, well, we don't have that, so we're going to put you on whatever. Something yeah, they'll charge you for luggage or yeah, nav and all that kind of stuff. When I was, I was in Scotland, it was at least a couple of hundred bucks a day for a for a BMW. So this is a way more affordable deal. Yeah. And I like some people offer that it comes with helmets or jackets right. or whatever they right. offer. Right. Some stuff. people drop the bike off for the for the rider. You know, they'll, they'll bring it to the airport. They'll just say, "Give me some money for the for the Uber home." You know, it's like really, it's great. Okay, I'm coming at you again. I'm ready. The one feature that I keep waiting for you to add: multiple day discounts. Oh. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, so we are in the process of building our of rebuilding the entire platform. So the website you see today, Liza, won't be the same in the future. Okay. There are things like multi-day discounts. There are probably another 20 or 30 features we have that we're going to introduce, but um, we can't do it on, on our current site. It just doesn't make any sense. Got it. So once the new one comes out, we are that's on the list. There's other things on the list, and we're going to prioritize them and start banging them out quickly. Okay, that's the one I really want. Now, this one I don't really, really want, but I'm going to suggest. Sure. Make an offer. Yeah, you know, I think that that I think that that gets really complicated. So it's not something that um, we're opposed to, but I just think that from a, I think it just can get very complicated in a lot of ways. In the community, it's from a community standpoint, and also from building the platform, it's going to take a lot of work. So before we do something like that, we just have to make sure it makes sense. Yeah. So I mean, eBay figured it out, right? <clears throat> and I yeah. and I can tell you that there are times I've been looking to rent bikes, and I'm like adding up. I need it for four nights, and then it's like. Uh, it's just just like fifty bucks over what I want to pay, and yeah. I wish I could just message and say, "Would you take three fifty instead of four hundred right. or something like that?" Right. You know, right. make an offer. Right? Um, yeah, it gets complicated, but something to consider. I can tell you, it's I, I, been I a deal breaker for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to think about. Well, this has all been pretty pretty big news, and I know you still have more stuff coming in the future. So hopefully, we're going to get you. Yeah, when, when I when this thing goes live again, I'll call back and I can yes. I can have a call over the phone, or maybe I'll be back out here. But there's so many things we're going to talk about that are exciting. You know, the best thing I like about this whole program and everything it's is Austin. You know, we've got to know you over the last couple of years. You know, messing around at shows and you oh, coming yeah, on the podcast, yeah, and, yeah. and you've always been really generous with Thanks. giving people rentals. You know, and giving stuff away. But you know, I can say you know. Personally, I think we would all vouch for you as a person, and I think that your character is represented in your company. So if you're going to go through Twisted Road and get a bike, you're going to get taken care of because it's, you know, at the top of the top of the thing is a quality Thank dude. So, Thanks uh, so much, Jim. Austin, so, without doubt, is a solid cat and uh, a complete misfit as well which is you. why we love him well you know it's funny when i when i talk about this show to people who aren't or who have not heard about it or because they're not in the moto community and i try to explain what you guys have here uh, i'm just i'm i just feel lucky that i'm a part of it that you know when we're at shows and you guys come on over and leave your stuff i just feel i feel, I, I actually like it because to bring feel your corn taken advantage of it doesn't matter you know, it's, come on it's it's a family and i just feel i feel right. included in it and i appreciate well, it is fun because we'll hang out at your at your, your booth with like a whole bunch of people. <laughs> right? yeah, It'll be like a congregation. Hey, you want to rent a bike? Hey, it is true. Spot. When we get to an event, we Where's just beeline Liza? first thing, first yeah. find Austin. It's right. always the first stop. <clears throat> Which are, do you do you have any upcoming events? Come on, it's summer. Uh, Where, are you going to be out there? 
No, no planned, oh. no planned events. I did the OG show. I did the one. Uh, I've done a few, but I, nothing. I'm surprised you didn't do Born me. Free. Uh, oh, long story. Expensive? Well, no, I had a conflict in plans that weekend that I could not I, get out of. I, um, I actually have a slightly more personal question for you, Austin. Please. Did you get a new tattoo? Oh, I did. <gasps> is that a motor goosey eagle it holding is. a cigar? Oh. Do you like it, Ellen? <laughs> I love it. Thank you. I Thank you. absolutely love it. And Thanks. it's like. Dude, let's see. Wait, that's another point it? on the real biker list a biker tattoo. Yeah. Biker tattoo. Nice. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Yeah, no, that is, like, that is a really nice it's, it's, tattoo. It's, it's, you're the, the first person that, that knew what the eagle was. It's the like, motor the eagle. Yeah, yeah. But the eagle's holding a cigar. Right, right, right. Fantastic. You want to see it? Where is it? Yeah, where is it? Right there. Oh, I was hoping it was on your ass. <laughs> 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 You'll see that one later, Jimmy. Like, that, oh, that, property I, of? That God. video, What Makes a Real Biker, is the yeah. most commented video you have on YouTube. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's it's a lot of people get real bent out of shape. They're like, I'm a real, like they oh, they like comment to it know. as if you're specifically talking to them. And there's people who are like, oh, this is great, it's insightful. And it's it's, it's either black or white. People hate the video and can't believe that somebody would do that, or nice. they're uh, totally into it. So Austin, are you going to be at the AIM Expo later this year? September? No, 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 no. I'll tell you right now that I won't be. I won't. <sighs> I'm going to be there. Well, now maybe I'll go. <laughs> but I, I, uh, no, there, we. Uh, yeah, no, I not know. Not the right venue for my company. Hey, you're trying them all. Yes. Um, I would seriously consider AMA Vintage Days. Yeah, I think that'd be a great venue for you. Has, which is happening Which is Ohio. happening next weekend. That's where Bagel is. Um, AMA Vintage Days in Ohio, Pickerington. Yeah, I was well, there. Mid-Ohio. Three years ago, um, 2017, I was there. Um, just just as a, oh, as, yeah. a, as a viewer, you know, as a, just a, a rider. Yeah, there is nothing like it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Uh, people come from many states for that. It's largely yeah. attended. And most people own multiple bikes. Right. Right. And, and well, we, well, let's talk about it then, because yeah, we can figure out a way recommend. that would that it would work well for us. It'd be good for me and you to talk. Yeah, and they do have uh, down on the midway. They do have all the booths set up and a lot of really cool vendors and stuff yeah, there. Yeah, I and, think I think it'd be good. And my offer to you, Austin, and I'll I'll do this in front of just between us. I mean, nobody's <laughs> listening. No one's right? listening. Right. Um, if we talk about that for 2020, I think we'll help you staff the booth. Because, I mean, we're Wait, so inextricably linked together. Mm. Um, that I know there's going to be a bunch of us going out. I feel like I have staffed the booth before. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, that's, we, that's actually funny. We yes. can actually kind of say, yeah, we'll we'll help you staff the booth because it's a multi-day event. It's, you know, I've been, it's funny. I've gone away to get lunch and I'll just leave the booth, you know, empty. And then I come back and Liza's standing there. And she's talking to one person and answering questions. And then when that person leaves, she says, okay, this other guy was looking for you. Here are his three questions. And I told him to do these. Am I right? I'm like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, I think, you know, it, it, I can't think of a better venue for, except maybe for Barber. It's, those are the big two. Yeah. I think Vintage Days yeah. or the Barber Festival. Yeah. That's an absolute shoe yeah, in for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um... Oh, I have a quick update. Oh, I oh, do. Good show. Um, right, Jolly good on. show, dear. I'm, and I'm ill-prepared. I'm Ill prepared. Oh, well, no, show and tell. No, it's you're gibbering. You, you're gibbering now, darling. It's time for show and tell. From the bed. First of all... Um, you got your trousers. So I got... These are the trousers I got. So again, you know, I've been buying these things from the... Strong bag. Is this Bang Bong? Well, no, this was Amazon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bang! 
bar. <laughs> I can't. I've lost my phone. Bang oh, wait, good. where's my phone? I handed it to you, didn't I? No, I got it. All right. So um, this is uh, some of my riding pants that I got, the cargo pants. I got it from Amazon, but these are no-name brands. They're the same things you would get on Banggood. Yeah, but it... it and I really love them. They're brown cargo pants. However... They look like they They're in my waist size, yet I couldn't get them over my thigh. Oh. They're off by about four or six sizes. So Pakistani <laughs> size. So that's one lesson learned. Um... The other is, you know when um, a deal is too good to be true? It generally is. So, again, I've been going, uh, yeah, there's Banggood, Wish, AliExpress. I've been buying motorcycle parts, other stuff, um, like security cameras, just different things buying. Um, And while I was there, I said, oh, I could use some new bath towels. And I found a bath towel for $1.97. Oh, very nice. All different colors. And it said shower bath towel. And I'm like, sure, $1.97. Why not? Free shipping. I don't know how they do this, right? Water soluble, perhaps, when you actually used it in water, it disintegrated. Here's my bath towel arrived. (laughs) What in the name? That is a bath towel for a cat. It's like a camping one. This is, uh, uh, this towel is, <laughs> so the, you know what this is? I like the color. <clears throat> I really love the color. That's my favorite color. It is, you know, a shop rag? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if, if, when I fold it in half, it is exactly half, or uh, it is exactly a shop rag. When you unfold it, it's two two shop rags in one. This came as a bath towel. So, you know, I just keep laughing at some of the stuff. Also, another lesson learned, I bought um, garden hose for like three dollars that was awesome and it's one of those ones that shrivels up like a oh yeah caterpillar, yeah, right? yeah 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 um and because we keep destroying hoses out there for the garage so i'm like i'm just buying like a 3.99 garden hose i bought two in fact went to hook it up and i'm like turn the water on and i walk out into the parking lot to hose off my bike and suddenly the hose it doesn't burst, but from the cloth, the hose inside, which is surgical tube, now is turning into a giant water balloon oh, in front boy. of me. And I just started screaming and running to turn off the hose as fast as I could. <laughs> and it blew up right as I hit the oh, hose. It was the greatest thing ever. <laughs> so it lasted all of about 12 seconds. How did the second one go? It went okay, but I kept using it and it kept getting like a little bit longer and a longer and a longer <laughs> and i just i was doing it in short spurts i was afraid right. <laughs> i was very afraid, afraid. Um, you've got all it is is surgical tubing garden hose trauma that if you turn the hose on full it turns into a, a water balloon liza have you learned your lesson yet no i can't wait for the next thing to try oh god <clears throat> Uh, yeah, what do you got there, Mikey? I just wanted uh, uh, to give a shout out to uh, Josh again for for his win over at the the Born Free down there, but also um, he's got the mag- magazine Basket Case magazine, um, and he hosts the Redwood Rumble each year, which is uh, essentially it's like a uh, a miniature Born Free here in our Santa Cruz, about a mile away from where we are right now, and uh, he's been this is be the third one this year. Um, and they're, I don't know, it, it, I was shocked the first time we went there and so stoked to have something so epic uh, here. We didn't have to travel six hours to go and see it. So if you're local and you want to come and check out a good show, you know, you, and you could ride your bike, you know, there's a ride before, it's called the, uh, the Rumble Through the Redwoods or whatever. And, you know, you're just riding with a team of choppers and 
really cool custom bikes. It doesn't have to be, it's not all just Harleys. Like they have a, um, a metric class and stuff. So essentially too, you, when you ride in, you could put your bike in the show. And then, so that's what the show is. There's no like actual invited builders. It's like whoever wants oh, to come, cool. you know, and you've got a really cool custom bike, you want to show it. And that's where I won two of my awards was just riding my bike in there and I just dropped it off to see what would happen. And, I, re- and I, I remember those days, Mike, when you were just Mikey two times. Yeah, Mikey, Mikey one. <laughs> So, Mikey three, you're Mikey three time. I'm Mike. I'm uh, Eliza one time, but yeah. it's a good one. Well, hey, I just uh, the the dates for basket case uh, for um, Redwood Rumble is July 27th, uh, 10 to three, and um, you could check them out on Basket Case Magazine on Instagram. See the flyer. I might come with you this time. Oh, I yeah, hope you do. I, I you hope know, you do. I, I got a bike you could rent. I'll ride my scooter. And <laughs> no where it, Mike? I missed yeah. it. Where is it again? It's uh, it is. In Santa Cruz at the Portuguese Hall, it's 216 yeah. Evergreen Street, and uh, uh, we're going to post it up on uh, Instagram, the flyer for it, if you guys want to Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll ride up there, too. It's right really next to Costco. It's a good time. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go on a Banggood, and I'm going to get all the accessories for my scooter, like the fringe grips and stuff like that. I am going to sparkle that out with uh, nice Harley shit. You're I gonna, think Are you going to do a lot of tassels? You're fucked. <laughs> all the tassels. And show up in my chaps. <laughs> yes. I think you should figure out a way of doing like a surrey with a fringe on top. If you do like a bikini top on it, like a roof with tassels. So, all the tassels. Um, Z, it's been a while since you've been with us. You had a knee surgery? Yes, I did. I had a, uh, I have a nice six-inch cut on my left knee to replace my MCL. But it sounds like you found something to um, take up your time while you've been convalescing. Uh, I got a boyfriend. Does that count? Oh, yes, you did. <laughs> but no, you also created something new. I actually didn't create this. I helped take it over as it got stagnant over the last couple of years, and I'm using my pool from founding other groups to start this one up now austin yeah this you might want to listen to this because this is something similar ish to what you're doing okay except she doesn't make any money uh. most of the things i do don't make money so why don't you <laughs> tell everyone what what you are have been working on all right so back in 2016 this norwegian started this thing called bunker biker hmm. and it was mostly european based but they had kind of moved across and people had created groups for each country well running a group on facebook and marketing networking is actually a skill that most people don't have and don't put a lot of time into it so the guy who founded it it, uh, i'm gonna pronounce this horribly because i'm not norwegian it's kjettel lysted it's kjet il that's how i remember to spell it mikey you can say that right can't you yeah kjet it's okay. Jet Lee. I know it. Okay. <laughs> no, I love his fucking movie. Yeah. So um, uh, I'd I become the admin of the U.S. group last year, but when Z Maps started becoming premium and you had to pay for maps, uh, it went stagnant. So, I mean, I was at fault for all the groups becoming stagnant again anyways. So I started up a Patreon for MMV. Well, one Z Maps subscription means I can have all the maps I want. So I started up for MMV, and I also took over and put it on for Bunker Biker. And I'm like, you know what? I think I could make this go somewhere. Uh, this, is a, this is a community that I really believe in, that I really could use, and I know a lot of people would benefit from, because some of my best stories are when someone's like, hey, you got someone to sleep tonight? And I'm like, nope. You want to come over? Hell yeah. You got beer? No. Can we get some? Yeah. Sweet. <clears throat> Set. So, you know, those are some of my best stories. So I, I took over. Hey, Mikey, you got to go? Yeah, I gotta go put Freya to sleep. You gotta sleep. put Freya to bed. <laughs> it's, it's my I, night. Oh, I, by the way, we didn't mention you got her writing. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's great videos. 
on your Facebook page of her riding out in the field with you. Yeah, she's got the quad, and I chase her down with the mini bike, and then she'll ride the mini bike with me. And then when it runs out of batteries, I tow it back. Yeah, it. making new bikers. Yeah, yes. right. How old? Yeah. Teaching how to break down too. How old is Freya now, Mike? Uh, she's two years and five months or four months. Wow. Yep. It doesn't this seem awesome. like yesterday when. Uh, she she's, was just a bump a in her belly. I remember yeah. when you, you stopped here on your way home from the hospital with the baby. Yeah. That's yeah. what I did Lion with the, King. You, wrote, you raised her up in your hands you like know, the that, Lion you King. Know, Mary will never forgive me for that because her <laughs> ankles are so swollen. And she said to me, she's like, I had I was like, we have to stop at the garage. I mean, it's a Sunday. And it's the first stop we have to make. It needs to be the story of Freya's life. Because the first place she went was a garage. And that's what I did with the Harley today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. All right. See you later. Light up. All right, Bunker Biker. So back to Bunker Biker. So I started the map up, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna message the founder and be like, can I can I help you out here? Can I do some stuff for you? I think I could really connect these groups and get everything functioning more as a well-oiled machine. He said, yeah. So now I've been taking over. I'm now an admin on most of the country groups. I've been changing their names, doing cover photos. It got the map going. We've got 436 pins right now. Wow. And already in the U.S. group, we have people traveling this summer using it and posting up the great people they've met or the great people they've hosted. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to really see it take off. It's really hard with the language barrier for the European groups, honestly. But doing the best I can. And, uh, yeah, like I said, I don't make any money off of it. But one day, if I could find a way people could donate, I'd love to start up a like feedback platform so people could rate their hosts and be rated mm-hmm. as a traveler as well. You know, I'm, I'm uh, Austin, I hope I'm not overstepping any boundaries, but maybe this is something that would be we good for totally you to suggest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if people are willing to rent bikes, they yeah. may also be willing to host riders. Absol- absolutely. absolutely. I'm sure absolutely. that's a... That, I'm sure we have a great crossover yeah, here. Yeah, I'm sure we do. We, we can uh, definitely... Put it out to our community and suggest it, and, and and maybe you can suggest it to yours if they took a look at our site. It's de- it'll help. Oh, both awesome! Of us. Yeah, I'd love to do that. Yeah, because basically she's just running the site that's helping everybody it in the everybody. community connect. That's yes. all it is. Yes. Well, it's, it's so great because like most people that are riders, if you're not out traveling, you'd love to have someone stop by and hear the stories. Yeah. And you know, it's not it's not much to put someone on the couch for a night or two. Right. Right. I love it. And it's it's a great it. community. I have so much passion for it, and it's something I can get behind. So I'd like to see Bunker Biker take off even more, get some more support. Like I don't really have a lot of support in africa or south south america or central america but europe australia and the u.s are doing pretty good in canada you have 400 locations worldwide or in the u.s worldwide yeah it's 436 pins worldwide it's it's user submitted and and people have asked me about safety and all that and i just tell them you know you don't have to put your address you can put your town and then just be like here's my phone number call me Uh we'll meet for lunch and then if you know you can use your instincts on this but you know i've stayed with lots of strangers i've never like a stranger is just a friend waiting waiting to happen that's right and i mean over the years i've had so many traveling bikers just hey man do you want to crash in my spare room and i'll say look there's a spare room you know I know you need to wash your clothes. There's a washing machine. There's a shower, and I've just left them to it. It's, it's and a great I've community. I've never had a bad experience I, yet. I had one last night. <laughs> yeah, but you knew her. You knew her, darling. She didn't know me. I slept on Liza's couch last night because my DR350 is having um, PMS, I guess. Mm. So yeah, so Bunker Biker. Where can people find out more about it? Uh, you can go to. Let's see, I'm hosting a webpage for it, so it's ztraveler.com slash bunkabiker. You can go on Facebook and do Bunkabiker USA. It's facebook.com slash group slash bunkabiker NA. I'm about to change the USA to group to North America mm-hmm. to incorporate everyone and make mm-hmm. everyone feel happier. But yeah, just start, just search Bunker Biker. You'll find the groups. There's a page, groups, and the website. Um, I'm working on doing some more stuff on my website to, to get more... Um, 
information i'd like to i have directions because some people have a hard time adding a, a pin to the map it's hosted through z map so i have yeah. instructions in english but if i can get some help i would like to get that translated into as many languages cool. as possible great i'm trying to be as exclusive as possible and i'm also very available for anyone who can, has a problem they can message me i normally add a lot of the pins myself you know i'm it doesn't take me a couple of seconds sure. to ask someone's email address their sure. name and what, what they have to offer sure. and it's color-coded too so like purple means that you have everything available if you're red you're just like tent and and couch or if you're just uh you know whatever yeah that's great so yeah i'm glad that you've been doing something productive Sounds it's good cool. to bring some downtown. positivity into the community because it's been some there's been some rough times for our community lately yeah we'll get you connected i think twister road is a great absolutely. community sure, absolutely. so um there's someone else who needs some help though and austin you have an email there to read um, Austin, we have a tradition now at Misfits that um, you need to read it in the accent. With butt plugs? No, no. You, you need to read it in the accent that the person's from. Oh, so Jesus. is there any... Uh, no, I'm just going to read it. Okay. Oh, oh come on. You're going to try? Thank you. Okay. Hey, Misfits. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, my 2015 Kawasaki Vulcan was stolen. Uh, along oh, with no. It, along with a few tools and helmet. I freaking hate bike thieves. Uh, Progressive was good to deal with, but not the homeowners. Um, mm-hmm. Currently, I am looking for a new bike for under 5k my list so far to look at is a couple of honda nc 700 x uh 2014 and the 2015 right a kawasaki versus 650 a triumph tiger 800 and a 2013 uh moto guzzi stelvio Oh, Stelvio. That's quite the range. Oh, friggin' Stelvio. Okay, so I don't even need to tell them the rest. Of, read the rest of this, or you should, you probably, know, you should I'll, probably read the rest. I'll read of the rest it. anyway. Okay. Yeah, read the rest. Okay. Of it anyway. All right. It's not going to change your answer, so I'll read it. I live in Denver, Colorado, and the weather is a bit unpredictable this year. Light to ride, to work a couple of days a week, all highway and some twisted roads. And I'm not making up that he just said <laughs> and twist some twisted roads. There may be a reason I gave you that email. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. Uh, not looking for a cruiser, but any other suggestions? I would love to hear about. Thank you. And who's that from? That is from Monty, uh, who's, who clearly says he is Russian, not French. Ah. Mm. <laughs> um, so it doesn't sound like any dirt's involved, so no. it doesn't necessarily need a dual sport or an adventure bike. There's, there's no choice here by the Stelvio. No bike you will ever own or you ever will own will be as frustrating as a Moto Guzzi. But <laughs> <laughs> I really want to ride yours. I hear it bucks when you, when you use the throttle. But conversely... <laughs> There is no bike I have ever owned or ever will own that I love as much as that Guzzi. And so it is with every single Guzzi owner I know. They're just they're just inexplicable bikes. They buy the Stelvio. It's a dual sporty bike, yeah. Yeah, Stelvio's like big burly thing. It's yeah, almost 12, like a twelve hundred. It's, like, right? it's almost like a V strong. It's kind of the biggest bike he had, he had listed out of the group. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to throw one out that isn't on the list, but um, about five thousand dollars, you can get a lot of really good bikes. Oh, yes, yeah, you you're in that range. Except for, as I said, don't buy a Harley for under five grand. <laughs> um, but if you're getting up in the five grand range, he mentioned a versus six fifty. Uh, step up to a versus one thousand. Oh, you're pushing your luck at five grand for one of those. Mm, they can be found. It can be, and that is a decent bike. And it's it's all the difference. I mean, both Jim and I have six fifties and thousands, and we were making the comment on our ride yesterday that wow it there's just a few times where you need that extra but as we were making passes and lane splitting and negotiating traffic we needed it it made a difference shall i tell you what i think would be a better bet at that budget sure because you're absolutely for a versus 1000 you're absolutely at the bottom of the budget so you're going to be buying 
maybe a crash one, maybe a high <clears throat> mileage one. If you include the Ninja 1000, which is basically a Versus 1000 with slightly lower bars on it, you're going to easily get a nice one for five grand. That's interesting. And there's a lot more of them about. It's the same platform. You know, you know what the obvious answer is here, guys? How are you all missing this? You, to make an informed decision as to which bike you need, you need to try them all. Uh, yeah. And what how the? can you try a bike? <laughs> I just I basically, wonder, I, I, I lobbed that one to you. I know, I know. Loved I know. it. They should try them all on Twisted Road. That's the answer. Yeah, try them all. You, you probably will all. find all try of those all. on Twisted Road. Yep, yep. You may have to go to Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. We probably <laughs> no. have most of them right there. I know we have a Triumph Tiger right in 800, right in... Uh, Right there. I don't know about the others, but I know I've rented it, the 800. And well, you perfect. know, the 800's a great, in a lot of ways, the 800 is a lot sweeter bike than the 1200. It's, you know, it, it's it's just a really sweet size bike, but man, that's... And it looks slick, and, too. And, 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 but that's Stelvio. Oh, my and God. And we all know, you go to look at a bike on Craigslist, oftentimes they don't want to offer a test ride, or they will, but it's usually just around the neighborhood. Yeah. Right. To do a proper test ride. Right. You want to have twists. it all day. Right. You want to have it all day. So, so what should happen is if, if he's looking at a bike and it's not on Twisted Road, he should just tell the owner to put it on there and then he'll rent it for a few days and then he'll buy uh, it from him. Ah, look at that. Right. Because that's that's the best extended test ride on well, the bike. Well, and if they're really smart, they'll put it on there, rent it, and if you buy it, if they if the person buys it... They knock the price of the rental off. They knock the price off. of the rental off. That's the way to do it. There you go. And that way the bike is covered. Yep. And if the person walks away, they get paid that for it. That is a great we, idea. And we've got it. We have, uh, as far as... The, you know, people don't want others riding their bike for a test ride because they're worried that either the bike's not going to come back or it's going to be dropped. We, mm -hmm. we have a third party that all they do is check the riders to make sure that they can ride and they start with the, the endorsement and then they and then we also look at age and then they look at number of points on your license and then they look at whether or not the cell phone number you gave us is actually Mm -hmm. Tied to that person, or it's some burner. Hey, phone. wait, I mean, wait, 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 wait! Is that actually a thing that I'm going to get discriminated for? There's like, there's like twenty things they look at. Because I don't have a phone number in my name, I'm actually kind of a ghost. Yeah, well, Maybe. it won't be an issue. But what they do is they put together everything and come up with a composite score. Hmm. So yeah, per so, perfect yeah, plan. Great idea. So, uh, Jim, do you have an email to read there? I do. It's just so. Bad. I love the name. It's of just it. too bad that Knock isn't here to read I it know. himself. But we can't do it in a knock what, what accent. You, that's right. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. So this is an email from Brent Vanderveel. Hey, Brent, how's it going? Hello, Brent. Hey, and Brent. this one is lovingly titled "Dear Knock, Fuck You." <laughs> it, it, wait, is it, if he was reading it, would he say "Fuck me"? Uh, probably. <laughs> Funny. Uh, hey, Misfits, this is my first time writing to you, and just want to start off by saying he loves podcast. You guys, are, uh, you guys make working in the garage and around the house much more enjoyable. And oh, by the way, uh, as if the subject didn't say it well enough, "Fuck you, Knock." <laughs> All right. Reiterate the that. The reason I'm writing is I'm planning on taking a trip from home in Central Iowa out to Colorado and Utah for a week at the beginning mm, of August. Yes. Several places he wants to stop. Many mountain passes he'll be taking uh, along with sneaking over to see Arches National Park. Nice. My question is, what are the best uh, pieces of advice for someone wanting to take a week-long motorcycle trip but wanting to stick to a fairly tight budget, as in not really planning on staying in a hotel every night? Well, you, I think I have some a good experience night. I think we have an answer. Any input would be greatly appreciated. I hope to get out to California someday and would love to come and get my hands dirty and help out in the garage on a Sunday. Please do. Don't worry, I'll bring my own dildo. <laughs> uh, okay. So... Uh, 
Keep up the uh, amazing work, listener for life. P.S. My up the butt bike is a 2019 Triumph Rocket. Yeah, that is a big bike. So, um, I think I'll go ahead and take this one. I recommend staying at Motel Sixes the whole way. It's like Motel Eight, but two less. How about the Bonka bike? Yes. (laughs) So I was gonna say, Bonka biker, and I know we have people in Colorado and Utah. So I really check out the Bonka biker map and start contacting some of those people. I mean, if you give them a date, that'd be even better because most of us are like, I'm like three hours out. Can you still take me in? But yeah, Bunker Biker, if you can do some camping, you know, grab a sleeping bag and a pad, that'd be good too. And uh, you can also join MMV, my main group, Minimalist Motorcycle Vagabonds. We also have 12,000 members of our own that are very great putting up people. And the other one is Motorcycle Camping on Facebook. There's 48,000 members on that one. Uh, so all those people there could help put you up if you don't want to camp or sleep in the ground like I do. Yeah, I want to say there's something online, too, uh, just like free camping around the country. It's something online you can search and just gives you all these ideas of where Freecampsites. you can sleep Freecampsites.net. Yeah, there you go. I just love that we have the right people here to answer right. these questions. Wasn't, didn't that dovetail so, in perfectly? So we're, we're, we're two for two. Do you think we can go for three for three? Emma, what do you have there to read? I have an email mm. here from uh, Dylan Donnelly. Hey, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. That sounds Scottish. No, he's very American. Oh, dang. <laughs> I love your Scottish. Oh, can you do oh. it Scottish anyways? Oh. Hello, Misfits. <laughs> no. Hello, Misfits. You'll rock and have helped me learn so much about motorcycles and helped me grow my love for motorcycles. Well, that's a good start. So for that, thank you. I am 26 and I've had my license since I was 16, Mm -hmm. but just now bought my first bike that I can call my own. Oh, well done you. The previous owner mentioned a small concern with the chain and said it could be replaced soon. My question for you is how do I tell if the chain needs to be replaced? The sprockets look alright. The bike is an 07 V Strom 1000 with 32,000 on it, well maintained. Thanks, and keep on keeping on. So he sent us a picture of this bike, and it's a very, very nice Blue Strom. Uh, blue Strom. Blue, blue Strom, that should be the name. Uh, <coughs> blue V Strom 1000. It looks like it's got some very nice mods on it. It's got big screen. It's got those square spotlights that you like. Um, it's got some nice luggage on it. And Dylan himself is in the second one. What a handsome fellow he is. Um, and he's wearing a blue shirt. Can I he see is. the picture? So yep. obviously blue figures quite highly in Dylan's life. Yep, he's got um, We are actually running short on time um i can give you here's the very 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 quick how to tell if your chain and sprocket are knackered um if the chain is rusty and as you spin it it's not smooth and there's links sticking together and it kind of looks like a saw blade it's knackered if you look at it and some of the rollers are missing and some of the plates look bent it's it's done it's toast it's knackered if you try and adjust it, so when I say adjust the chain, in the bottom run of the chain, you want about three quarters to an inch of up and down movement. Now, you don't just do it in in one spot. You spin the wheel and make sure you adjust it to that in the tidiest spot. And if obviously halfway down the chain, it's flapping up and down on the swing arm, and then you turn the wheel a couple of turns, and then it goes tight so you can play a tune on it, it's knackered (laughs) but let's say you've gotten to this point that the chain looks good all the links are moving there's no tight spot in it no matter how many times you turn the wheel and you have adjusted it so there's about three quarters of an inch on up and down play 
Here's the final test that you must pass. So we're going to presume that the sprocket is on the left side of the bike because it's just <clears throat> most bikes got it on the left. If you're riding a Bonneville, I'm really, really sorry, but figure <laughs> this out. So with the chain adjusted correctly, you want to grab the chain at three o'clock on the sprocket. So basically, it's exactly halfway between the top and bottom run off the chain and try and pull it off the sprocket. And if you can pull the chain off the sprocket with it correctly adjusted, it's done. Mm. How Bin far it. off is it? Yeah. It doesn't matter. Mm. With with an O-ring chain, you shouldn't be able to move it at all. So that means that the chain is no longer fitting into the sprocket teeth perfectly. There's now some, uh, some slack. Right, and usually when they get that bad... The sprocket itself is done. And sprockets mm. are easy. You know, if the chain's kind of... Uh, the uh, teeth on the sprocket are pointing one way or another, or they're sharp. You know, if you're hurting yourself, your fingertip touching the edge of the sprocket, that's done What too. about the uh, movement of the chain where it's like this and you're going to do this? Okay, well, we don't know what your hand signals. Well, yeah, but I'm doing that for you guys so she can explain it with better words than okay. me. Yeah, I mean... the. That's a good test also if you have the chain off the bike because a lot of the non-o-ring chains they will flap side to side but if you actually take the chain mm. off the bike and you kind of hold it taut and bend it like you you know like a strong man would bend mm. a bar if you go much beyond a very very gentle curve the oh, chain going against toast. against the rollers yeah against yeah. the rollers so there's a variety of tests but you know that one trying to pull it off the sprocket that's pretty much a can't fail hmm. a well-maintained bike with 32,000 on it especially a thousand cc bike and V-Strom thousands are great bikes, but they are not kind to their chains. You're probably due. And if the owner tells you it may need a new chain... It needs a new chain. It needs a new chain. <clears throat> you don't need to spend a fortune. It's sub 1,000 bucks. Oh, um, yeah, like uh, Sprocket Center has the sprockets and chain on like 130 set. Yeah. for set mm. oftentimes. Right, I normally exactly. like 80, uh, 80 to 100 for mine. For the, for the set. Yeah. A word of warning. Do not buy cheap chains no you want to stick with did <laughs> makes a very good on, i'm chain. gonna see if they have them on banggood yeah <laughs> um, how long do you think you could get miles out of that when you you know 35 40, on a v-strom thousand it is not a kind bike to chains in line fours you can get a lot more miles out of them because the power delivery is so much easier but v-twins especially big v-twins they pound the chain wait so i found a chain at a, at a, a motorcycle shop in san jose i think it was 17 bucks so i shouldn't buy that one right do not buy that one <laughs> it really was 17 dollars i'm gonna you know i'm gonna plug some names here i don't i, I, I found don't a mind. chain oh. yes buy it three dollars and 61 oh cents <laughs> that is asking to wrap put it, it on so. the scooter yeah, snake it's good for two-stroke engine an atv quad go-kart dirt pocket bike mini motorbike motorcycle oh god Oh, yes. Yeah. Put on the scooter and see how long it lasts. Um, All of them. The name you want on the box is DID make a very good chain, Tsubaki make a very good chain, RK make RK. a very good mm. chain. Um, these are the brands you want. These are the OEM <clears throat> British chains. You want maybe you want a Reynolds chain. Is there a difference even... between an O-ring and an X-ring? I've had this It's just for a, a slight di design difference. On an O-ring chain... They put O-rings to help keep the lubrication in, and they are actually an O-ring. And an X-ring chain, the cross-section of the O-ring is an X, and it's just a slightly more developed design. Are you going to get more mileage out of one over the other? No, not necessarily. A chain, it's, 
the mileage is entirely determined by number one the type of engine we've already talked about v-twins being cruel to their chains number two the type of riding you do if you're very fond of giving it the beans from <laughs> um standstill your chain's <clears> gonna <throat> last less time and number three how well you maintain it i was gonna say i think something that most people forget because i think that the frequency is more than we expect is just to lube your chain exactly so the thing, I, I, I try to do it just about i mean i do a lot of writing well no every time on. i fill up that's only half the picture cleaning's a big one you've got to clean that chain once mm. in a while as well because if you're just lubing it what you're doing is you're sealing in all the grit from the road mm. so, so it can't that. fly off the chain so now you've <coughs> sealed it in okay and all that grit's going to grind away i think i have one for you now Okay. Oh boy. A chain brush for $2.65. No, I, I need one. I actually need a chain brush. So there you go. There you go. That's okay. what you get. You don't buy the chain. You buy the, you chain, buy the chain, chain brush yeah. here. You However, I, w I will tell you that Motion Pro, those awfully nice fellows at Motion Pro do a jolly nice chain brush. They make nice uh, stuff. I but really it's like 20 bucks. <clears throat> yeah. And know? what? Look at this deal. $6.38 for a chain breaker link removal tool. That we should buy it. Break. We should totally play with, fake, with some old chains. That would totally break. It is okay. not going to work. It would break when you're just I looking at it. Okay. Well, so, you know, talking about doing your chain and stuff, it falls into this category of things I've realized that if you think it's time, it's, it's time. time. Like front brakes, <laughs> oil change, chain and sprocket. It's, if you think it's time, just do exactly. it. Exactly. So, Dylan, think about a new chain. Do all the tests. But I think you're going to find your chains knackered. Um, do a little bit of research. Chains well under a hundred bucks. Figure it out. Do it yourself. The only thing you're going to need, you're going to need a chain breaker and an angle grinder. Any uh, recommendations on sprocket brands or what to avoid with sprockets? OEM. But, yeah. Yeah, pretty Buy OEM sprockets. They're Steel? not as expensive as you think. Yep. Just, and we do JT sprockets for mine. Yeah, well, JT and Sunstar make sprockets for all the Japanese manufacturers. Mm. So if you <clears throat> if you look in the Sunstar catalog and it says Sunstar sprocket is this much, and you look at the Suzuki catalog, say from Bike Bandit, and it gives you the Suzuki part number, chances are it's the same sprocket. Just choose the cheaper of the two. Uh, I was just going to say, is there a big, like, does he need to do clip or rivet style? Is that going to be a big deal? Is preference. Preference. On a thousand cc bike, you want to rivet. Get the rivet. Okay. Yeah. And rivet links are going the way of the dodo now. The latest ones are actually a screw type link. Really? Where you, yeah. You don't actually, need all the tools? No, you don't. And that's the beauty of them. Um, you just place the link on the chain. You place the plate on. And then there's a bolt you tighten up. And you tighten up the nut and it presses the link into place you can't over tighten it and then you just back the nut off a tiny bit and whack it with a hammer and it breaks off from a friend and don't forget it. your o-rings done well I, I love mostly that you say this is something you can do and it is something you do a lot of people are afraid to do it you can and um I just want to say the the young gentleman you were helping today on his sport bike, and he came back in to say um, he's been trying to get his mechanic to sw to swap out his levers. Right. And I I looked at him and said, "What did you just say? You said you're you're trying to get your mechanic to change your levers for you." I said, "Well," and I got into my serious voice. I said, "Okay, well." Um, you should, when you're talking to your mechanic about the levers, make sure he also checks your valve stem caps. Yes. And he's like like writing this down. Ouch. And the valve stem caps. Okay. 
I'm like, oh that mechanic's gosh. gonna have a great laugh. Oh That's gosh. okay. Oh well, what gosh. we're gonna do? He's coming back <clears throat> next week. No, the point is, do it yourself, and that's what you said. There's so many things people can do their, themselves, and this is what we teach people here at the garage. Right? You know, do it I, yourself. I can't say enough. It's not just working on your bike; it's laying the hands on your bike. You know, and I'm not trying to take business away from the shops. I'd Absolutely still go to the not. shops for the big stuff, but for this regular maintenance. There's no reason you can't do that. Changing your oil, lubing your chain, even bleeding the brakes. You know, it's it's straightforward stuff. And if you don't know how to do it, there's YouTube videos for everything. Perfect. Well, there you go. I think three for three. We got them all answered yep, good. Yeah, got them all answered. Awesome. So, um... You guys, it's been uh, two hours now. I think. Well, I, think I think we're it's ready over. To wrap it. Yeah. Uh, just a reminder: Fourth of July weekend. Everyone, have a good time. Ride safe. We will not be doing a show next weekend. Right. There's enough of us out doing different stuff. Uh, nobody here to run all the board. Yeah, we got dirt and biking, Independence Day rally. Dirt biking. And if people are looking for bikes from yeah. Twisted Road for a July Fourth weekend, get the rentals in now because they're actually starting to move fast. Oh, I can imagine. I bet. Yeah. So the following week, we should theoretically have ride reports from Vintage Days, ride reports from um, you, Liza, because you're going out of town, or is that family? I'm not riding, but we are going to go dirt biking, 4th of July, it's our tradition. And we should, me and Jim should have a ride report from the uh, July 4th weekend rally in Hollister. Yep. Oh, right, the the reboot. Yeah, it should be a good time. Say hi to Sonny Barger for me. Oh, you betcha. (laughs) Awesome. So, um, again, thank you everybody for listening. Thank you everyone for supporting us on Patreon. I hope you appreciate us giving back the way we do, like giving away a free Twisted Road rental again. Thank you. Thank you. Congratulations, Gregorius T. Yeah, on Gregorious that. Tea. Um, but yeah, thank you very much for your sponsorship and uh, keep those emails coming. Yeah. Really, we we love we, hearing. We don't get to read them all, but we. Uh, oh, sorry, we don't get to read them all on the air, but we do read them all. We, we read it, every single one, and w- it it really warms my heart. You know, we yes. we have the best listeners. You guys are the bestest. <clears throat> yeah. So on that note, yeah, I think we're ready to get out of here. Thanks again, everyone. This is Liza, Emma, darling, Austin, Z Traveler, Naked Jim, son, and we are out of here. Cool. Bye. Cool. Bye. My name's Carlin Dunn from Santa Barbara, California. And um, Mr. Dunn, I would say you are the go-to motorcycle racer of the moment. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. <laughs> um, so here we are, we're at the first SF Motorbay Classic, we're doing flat track. Uh, what are you riding today? T- today we're on a Scrambler 800 Icon. Okay, very nice bike, but I don't want to talk about flat track today. I don't want to talk about Ducatis or anything else going on today. Okay, it's such a fantastic event, you sure? I'm sure. (laughs) Okay, okay, Um, fine, all right. But what I want to talk about is an event that, how many years ago did this event happen? Uh, Pikes Peak? Yes. Um, When we raced the electric bike, that was 2013. About five years ago, yeah. So five years ago, um, you took a lightning electric motorcycle. Right. 
you took it up to Pikes Peak, and this was the bike that would become the LS218. Correct. And you pretty much broke the record, didn't you? Yeah. 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 So that year we uh, we took the electric bike from Lightning. Um, they hadn't really utilized it for anything like that before. You know, had done some closed course road racing. They had taken it to Bonneville. Obviously, that's how they got the name, the LS218 uh, for 218 miles an hour. But they hadn't done any uh, hill climb, any road racing with it. So we worked closely with Richard and the Lightning team and kind of um, a group of engineers all over the country who helped out on the project. And we were able to uh, put together a really competitive package. Of course, I mean, the results results show that you know that it was right competitive but it doesn't tell the to total tale and you know i would like to tell the total tale you've been very gracious with your time because you're suiting up you're racing in yeah. two we're minutes not we're not supposed to talk about it remember yes i know well i'm going to talk about it because you're on you're on a bike that's going to be hard to beat a lot of the bikes out there it's you, a little underpowered you like a handicap don't you it's a little underpowered <laughs> But, uh, you know, we'll do the best we can. Awesome. Well, we'll go watch you race. Thank you for being so gracious I'd love to with talk to you, too, too, after. Yeah, we'll come no, back. Any, anytime. Oh, we'll be back. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Good luck. Bye.